Hey everybody, this is Joel. And I'm Kyron. And this week, we're going to hack the planet in a fresh new episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful host, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you? Doing good, sir? Joel, I'm doing good, despite the fact it's spring and it's probably about zero degrees outside. Yeah, it's pretty cold. Pretty bad. Yeah, but this is going to be a hot podcast. Well, I mean, is it going to be a... That's, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Look, I was going to follow it up with, like, it's going to be a hot podcast because we're in the same room together. Yeah, and, and that's, that's I immediately why, dropped out of it. That's yeah. why I was uncomfortable. But yeah. it's fine. It's fine. I, like, half committed and I probably <laughs> should have just... If you just full committed immediately, like, yeah. it would have been fine. Because yeah. you, cause you're delayed and you're, you're stalled. I've made it weird now. You've, you've just, <laughs> you didn't stick the landing at all. <laughs> Mess that up. Um, yeah, well, you know what? But, but we are in the same room. We are. So that's awesome. We that's are in good. the same room. Yeah, hanging out in Benio this weekend. So, yeah. I like I like doing episodes in the same room. It's I mean, always fun. Yeah, always fun. Um, but yeah, what's been happening? What's been going on? Work. I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, it's not like I haven't seen any. I haven't done anything that interesting this week. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of a video game, mm. which is good and fun. But I'll talk mm. about that later. Yep. But I mean, just mostly sort of recapping some shows ahead of new seasons. Like I'm going back through BoJack. Yep. Horseman slowly. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Probably. Cannot take too much of that at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably advisable to take it slowly. Just yeah. like, yeah, ease your way through that one. Yeah. Uh, but I'm itching. I just found out Kidding is up, like, first episode yes. of that. So I'm like... Very keen to see that. Like, probably Monday I'm going to watch that. But apart from that, like, yeah, just working and playing playing a video game. Which yeah. has been a refreshing change. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I've just been working. Um, watching some TV... When I said TV, I've been watching anime. Just been anime is the best. Powering through uh, My Hero Academia. Just yes. Catching up. I'm loving it. I'm it's, just. Do you, know, do you know why you're loving it? Because, because it's really good. It's so good. Um, I just, yeah, can I get a plus ultra? Um, for sure, for life. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> because I am here. Exactly. It's perfect. Um, it's, yeah, it's just a great show. Um, I'm not going to talk about it because it's. Where I'm at is pretty spoilerific, so and that's why I'm not talking about where I'm at because I'm even more spoilerific. Exactly. So, um, yeah. No, the, the conversation I was having with you before about it, you were like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep, yes." It was, it was questions like, "And what's this? What's happening to this character?" Like, yeah, I know where you are. And you're like, mm, "Yeah, mm, I know what is happening." A hundred percent. Yeah, I also agree. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't really done anything exciting. I'm trying to rack my brains. Did I do anything? We have to nah. accept that we're adults and sometimes we don't do anything. Yeah, I really didn't do anything. I drove to Benigo. That's that was fun. We talked about... I, Ash and I talked about anime in the car all the way up. It's because anime fun. is good. I am. Um, I hung out with the point and click guys today. It's true. Yep, that was fun. We're going to hang out with them tomorrow I, as well. I saw some, some snaps from them. Yep. having like a cute off yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Josh and... Uh, Cotter and Lauren are having a cute off at the moment. Brilliant. Yeah. They were, they were both winners in my eyes. Yeah. Oh, for both sure. winners. Absolutely, yeah. Cotter with that mohawk though. Yeah, that's true. it's true. The, yeah. the, the mohawk was good. The first question I got asked when I got there was like, "What do you think of Josh? What do you think of Cotter's hair?" And I'm like, <laughs> "It's good. Like, I really like it. <laughs> I really like it a lot." 
Um, I hope you said it with more like conviction in your voice, so like more believable well, than look, like. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, look, there were conversations that the, the conversation got much much more downhill. There was a conversation, oh okay. There was a conversation about salted caramel flavored lube, and that's yeah, all right. That's a whole thing. Um, so you're welcome, Lauren and Connor. I got it in the episode for you. So there's that. Apparently that was going to be that was a thing that you were told to do. Yeah, well they were like oh, we should bring it up, and I was like, there was legitimately a story. Like okay. there, there was a whole story thing behind it, but it's just it's too blue for this. Um, no. I'm not willing to dive into that <laughs> at all. Let them tell, it and we'll just direct that episode. Um, it's just oh boy, it was pretty funny. But um, but yeah, I I played a lot of games this week actually. Um, lots of like three yeah three indie games this week I played. And do you know why I've been able to play a lot of them, Joel? Why? Because they're on a Switch. Yeah. One of them is not, and it should be, but... But the other two are. Yeah. And <clears throat> let's be honest, that's how I... That if, um, if there's ever a game I've managed to play a lot of in a week, it's usually a Switch game. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because it's just like, I'm on the couch. Uh, don't dead, get me wrong. Dead cells. <laughs> like, next weekend, don't even call me. Nah. Don't message me. No. Nah. I'm not answering. I'll be busy just swinging around I'm New York. Be... <laughs> exactly. Me, we yeah. will be the Spider-Man. Yep. Absolutely. Yuri Lowenthal is my Spider-Man, just <laughs> taking me through New York City. I'm so excited. So like, don't, like, don't even bother trying to contact nope. me next weekend. I will be unavailable for 48 hours as soon as my weekend starts on Saturday afternoon. I'm pretty sure I have to work most of it, but whatever. I'll play around Just it. take Spider-Man in. <laughs> oh, yeah, just take the PS4 in. I'll hook it up to the project. Stream okay. to your... Oh, yeah, yeah you've got iPhone. Yeah. Could stream to my Xperia. It would be oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> it would be a subclass. Exp- it would not be worth it. It would be terrible, but it's it's an option. Like, I can still play it. It's fine. At, at like five frames per second. <laughs> it's still run- they're like it runs. How well? It runs. It runs. It has it has less puddles. Yeah. Oh, oh that's that's a hot topic of uh, conversation there. It's a stupid topic. Uh, it's we'll a get stupid to that topic. later. Yeah. Um alright. Well I think you now we've got our, our pleasantries out of the way. Our banter. Exactly. I think it's time we uh, checked in with our quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Of course, our uh, quest log is what we've been playing over the week, uh, where we check in with each other, see what we've been playing, uh, any new releases or anything like that, and uh, we sort of deep dive on them a little bit. Uh, so yeah, i got like yeah three games off the top of my head this week that I've been playing. Um, apart from playing a little bit more Devil May Cry, but not enough to comment any more on it. I'm sort of just like, yep, I'm still plugging away. You are still Dante. Yep, still Dante. Still Still killing monsters. Yep, yep. Still, you know, listen to industrial uh, techno like a a mad snake. Yes. Um, But yeah, the other other three games are relatively new release. Well, two are new releases and one is a new release on a console. But, uh... Hey, you want to take this? Do you want to? Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? You go first. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I'll start off with the shorter of the three because um, I actually finished it. I played it in one sitting, uh, and that is Donut County. Uh, Donut County is a game by Ben Esposito, uh, who's known for working on games like uh, The Unfinished Swan. He worked on that a little bit, and What Remains of Edith Finch. Those are two very good games. Yeah. So I, I didn't play The Unfinished One, but I played What Remains of Edith Finch. Loved it. Um, and yeah, and Ben Esposito is a really, really awesome dude. Really, really funny guy. Uh, and he had this idea for a game called Donut County. Well, he had this idea, basically, where it was like, you know, uh, 
What if like there's a giant hole that could swallow up everything and you sort of got bigger and bigger? So it's it sounds like reverse <clears throat> Kamari. It's pretty much that. And a lot of people are obviously drawing the comparisons between that. I'm not now that's uh, not a bad thing. It, no, absolutely like, not. Like I don't know. It's it's different to say a game is like, oh, that's like Katamari, as opposed to saying something's like, that's like Dark Souls. It's like, well, yeah. yeah, very heaps of games like Dark Souls. Exactly. There aren't exactly a bunch of games that like Katamari no. out there. And it's it's really great. Like, uh, so Donut Candy, the basic premise is you play as a, a you are a hole basically. Um, but I know the, I am. The, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I got dark. Um, so there's. Uh, you're in this, you know, ca- uh, this uh, town called Donut County, funnily enough, um, and you're playing as, or yeah, this hole that's being controlled by a raccoon called BK, um, who runs the local donut shop, um, and basically anytime someone orders a donut on their phone on this app because he's just opened up business, he sends this hole and basically swallows everything up. Okay. Yep. I'm. Uh, I'm still following. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to go too much more into it because the story is actually, it's nothing crazy and nothing, like revolutionary, but it, it's it's fun. It's a really fun story and it's worth ex- experiencing. Quite, I mean, that's the most important. I guess a story needs to be fun. Yeah. Sometimes. Absolutely. It just has to be because, like, I mean, the gameplay is really solid. Because again, you are just a, a giant hole. And you start off in a small area of a map, uh, and you start swallowing things up like a. Like blades of blades of grass or rocks or trash cans and stuff like that, and slowly, the more as you you know ingest more things into the hole, it gets bigger and bigger until eventually the the map will zoom out a little bit more and further and further, and you can swallow in things like uh, buildings and cars and other characters. That What's, are what is the weirdest thing you put in your hole? Ah, uh, the weirdest thing I put in my hole. <laughs> Man, there are a lot of weird things. I put bees in my hole. Um. And subsequently, honey as well. Oh no! Uh, what else is there? I, I feel uncomfortable with this now. I put it at you started this. I Dude, did start I, this. I put a whole uh, uh, like barn in my hole. It's a big hole. Yeah, yeah. An observatory. We're better than this. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not we're better really than this. Um, I was enjoying that way too much. Um, but <laughs> the yeah, <barn>? so, or <laughs> yeah, putting things in my hole in general, it's fine. Um, <laughs> the looking dialogue options podcast summed it up perfectly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, it's, it, like you said, it's like a, a reverse Katamari situation. So you you are filling up the hole and it's getting bigger and bigger, basically. Uh, but yeah, the storyline's really really fun. The art style is gorgeous. The music's really really cool as well. Um, I remember watching it played at PAX a bit last year. Yeah, and it, it definitely caught my eye. Mm-hmm. Uh. I- I want to buy it. Yeah. But also, I know it's good on mobile. Yeah, but I... It works. And I know it's a short game, because you, you've told me about it already. Yeah. But uh, it looks like a game I would enjoy on Switch, even if it was only a couple of hours long. Yeah, and I'm kind I... of... And I also don't want to be... Okay, I don't want to be that guy. Because this actually came up. Um, shit, a game got announced. So Some game got brought up this, this week on Twitter. And unfortunately, like, most of the responses to the announcement on Twitter were like, Oh, when's the Switch version coming out? Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But I, also, I, I would love this game on Switch. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I mean, with, like, just to go back on that as well, there was like the guy who made A Hat in Time, who was like, this yeah. is never coming out on Switch. It's coming yeah, out on Switch Guess now. what's coming out on Switch. Yeah, it's coming out on Switch now. It's amazing so, what a good install base will do. Yeah. I think I was watching the kind of funny Games Daily episode, Ben Esposito was on it himself the day it came out, the game came out, um, and Greg sort of 
you know, pushed him a little bit and was like, hey, so, you Jeff know... Jeff Keighley style. Yeah, kind of. But not, as, not as aggressive, Like, poke the bear a bit. Yeah, it was, in, it was in the Greg Miller charming kind of way. And he was like, you know, someone's just coming out. Like, it's out now on PS4. And he's like, yep, Steam, all this sort of stuff. And um, mobile. He's like, yeah, what about Switch versions? When's it coming? You know, can put the Switch. And he's like... And he sort of, like, picked up his notes and sort of, like, stacked them. And he's like, well, you know, all I'll say is the Switch is a console I am enjoying very much at the moment. So... I would be very surprised if it didn't end up on the Switch because I think it's a perfect game for it. Um, like you said uh, when I was talking to you before, it's it's only a couple of hours long. I played it in one sitting. So I is Journey. Yeah. Journey is a short game. Absolutely. I do not regret buy- buying that game. No. Several times already. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I'm, I, I've already sort of decided I'm going to play through it again, maybe before the end of the year. I don't know if it's going to make like top 10 as such, but it's... I don't know. These the characters in the game are really lovable, and their relationships are actually really, really entertaining. And the overarching story is decent enough, and it's it's just a fun game to sort of put two two and a half hours into. Just sit back on the couch with your phone and just drag this hole around and swallow up a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, I, there's no eloquent way I can say it. Colin. I know that's I'm really not. Sorry, and that's sort of that's why I was like, yes, I'm I'm looking forward to talking about this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really great. It, it, I bought it on, on the App Store. It was about $8 Australian. Sadly, I checked and I don't think it's on Android yet. Right. I think, yeah. Which I don't know if that's me out. It's on yeah. PS4 though, but it doesn't feel like a... Again, it's just a weird thing. It doesn't feel like a game I'd play on PS4. Right. Yeah. If it had some sort of other mode, maybe a little bit more content to it. And that seems like I'm like... Because he spent six years making this game. It's been like his labor of love and passion project. And... Um, you can tell that, like, there is a lot of care and detail yeah. in there, and like, it's when I say just... when I say it's not a PS4 game, it's not because I, I'm like <laughs> PS4, like yeah. Spider Man, please. But um, <laughs> it's more so that games like that again, like I can see it as a mobile game, and that's why I can also see it on Switch. Like you sort of, yep. you plop yourself down on the couch, you, you mm-hmm. whip it out, and you have a bit of you, like, yep. you, you, <laughs> you put some things in your you hole, put some Fine. things in your hole, yeah. just on just casually on the couch. Fill your hole up. I did forget to mention at one point you get a catapult, so you can catapult things out of your hole. Yeah, so you can put them in there and then shoot them back out. Yeah. <laughs> Donut County. <laughs> Donut County. Yeah, check it Buy out. Buy it now. Um, no, it's it, honestly really great game, worth checking out. Um, especially if you like just sort of like interesting little fun uh, games and and go and. Show Ben Esposito some love on Twitter as well for it because he was very excited uh, hearing him talk again on that episode about people saying that they were enjoying their game, his game, and like just that typical good vibes uh, when a developer releases a game, especially something that's like a passion project, and particularly indie developers as well. I think the only real like AAA director that I've seen that's been like that with uh, responses to their game was Corey Barlog earlier this year with um, God of War. But yeah, similar. He was just beside himself that people were enjoying this thing that he spent so long well, working it, it on. It must be terrifying. Yeah. Like, honestly... Absolutely. There are still days when we put out the podcast and I'm like, oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine like, putting okay. out a game you've spent like five years making. Yep. Like, it must be, it must be yeah, nerve-wracking. Um, and you can see it as well. Just a slight detour here in that um, <clears throat> Vice documentary about Heart Machine. Yeah, and you can, you can also see it in um, Indie Game of Movie as well. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, but yeah, check out Donut Candy. It's really great. Uh, the other two games I've been playing this week are Switch games. Um, one of which, well, one of it is a Switch-only game. I think it's a Switch exclusive. Switch platform exclusive. I think it's on PC. Uh, oh, okay. I think. That makes sense. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. Um, 
But the other one is, um, which I'll talk about first, is a uh, uh, console. It came to console randomly on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, we had, uh, which we'll touch on later, we had an Indies Direct. Um, another one this week. We had one last week. We didn't talk about it because we thought we'd bundle them together. Um, bundle of Indies. Yeah. So big old, this is the Indie Love Show this week. Um, and a really big AAA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so... Uh, we got a whole bunch of new announcements in that in that direct, which we'll touch on later. But the one that I was most excited for, I th- well, actually not most excited for, but it got me excited because it got shadow dropped. Was uh, Into the Breach got announced for the Nintendo Switch, and then at the end of the trailer was shadow dropped on the eShop. So um, we've I won't go into too much of it because you covered it pretty extensively when you played it earlier this year. It's such a good game. Yeah. If you were listening to me talk about it earlier this year, or you haven't, and you're like, what is End of a Breach? And you look it up, and you watch a trailer, and you're yep. curious, just buy it, because I mean, it's really good. It got me definitely intrigued, because I don't normally go out of my way to play turn-based strategy games. They're not for everyone. Um, and yeah, like, and usually they can be a little bit um, overwhelming, and a little bit... throw a lot of information at you. There, there are fights I've done in Fire Emblem games that have taken an hour. Yeah. And yeah. the, the one of the benefits of Into the Breach is that simply doesn't happen. Yeah, I love the fact that it's like it's a nine by nine square grid. Well, yeah, yeah, and, and like nine. usually pretty tight set amount of turns. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's like five or six turns per round. Because basically, your objective is to like is to hold. Yep, to hold. <laughs> and that's um, why, that's one of the things I also really like about it. Yep, it's like it's not like go out and win. It's like no, just keep the buildings alive. Pe- yeah, keep the people alive. And then they throw in other things as well. Like there's like earthquakes and and. The tsunamis and stuff that alter the way that the the, the terrain is laid out. Um, I like the tsunami one because it's like an oncoming thing each turn. Yeah, and you're like, oh god! And you can use it to your advantage by like yeah. pushing enemies into because that's another te- technique you've got as well. If you hit enemies with specific attacks, you can push them across grids. Yeah, uh, across like squares. Um, which I love. It, it almost it, it almost becomes a puzzle game. It yeah. It's like I mean, right, cool. when you think about it, turn-based strategy games are yeah. aren't puzzle games. You're not wrong. Yeah. It's all about getting your units in the right places, but it's, uh, it's it really works in this one. Yeah, and it's good with this one because it's because, like you said, it's got those short amount of turns. It's very, it's focused. It's focused, and that's what these guys. I can't remember the name of the developer who made it. It's the top of my head. It's the guys that made FTL though, and if you look at FTL as well, that's like a, like, I guess like a roguelike space roguelike. Try and see how far you can get adventure it, game. Yeah, definitely, uh, almost like a like borderline graphic novel as well. Um, cause like you, that's how you get your story in between, um, elements. Subset. Subset games. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they, uh, they, they have this knack of being able to boil down, like take like a, something that can be very intimidating, very, um, hard to, to breach, pun intended. Uh... Um, but like, yeah, it's hard to get to for someone on the outside, um, like genre and sort of boil it down to its simplest form and still make it super laid and super complex uh, if you want to dive into the weeds with it. Um, I've only beaten like the, I've only gotten past the first two islands so far in a run, um, but I had a really good run. Um, I've unlocked one other team, one other mech team. I've got the Berserker team. So you you'll like, have to refresh my memory. So one's got like the lightning the whip? things. Yeah. Oh, I love that whip. Yeah, and then one's got the the grapple, which you can use to pull yourself towards people. Oh or yeah, pull. Like, uh, friendlies out of danger or, like, 
pull enemies into danger. Like, once I started getting the, the, the tactics around him, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm feeling this. This is really cool. It's funny, like, when you get... When you really focus and get into that game, like, you're generally not doing that much damage. You're like, no. cool, if I knock this enemy into water, they die, hit that guy one tile across, the tsunami will clean him up next turn. And mm-hmm. that's, again, it's just when you get into that into that rhythm, it's so satisfying. Yeah. With that killer soundtrack, yeah. which is on Spotify. It's very good. And I recommend it. It's very, very good. But, um, yeah, I, but we won't cover too much more ground over it because, like I said, you've, you've, you've discussed it in, in, and you sold the game to me. I wanted to check it out. I just hadn't got around to it yet. I've had a couple of times where I'm like, I should buy that on Steam. And it was it was honestly one of those games where it's like, oh, I want this on Switch. But yeah. I also know that, I mean, get, getting FTL to like mobile, I yeah, think it's only it on, on iPads. iPads. Yeah. And I was just like, maybe they're just not going to do it. So mm. I basically had given up. And then then suddenly at a, in this Nindy's Direct, they're like, no, nah, by the way, it's how we're ending the show. Yeah. I was like, it was hell yeah. yeah. Yes. When it started, and like the fact that it, like it started, the trailer started up and it was like, it's from the creators of FTL. I'm like, oh shit, it's into the it's breach. Into the damn breach. And then I played the trailer and I'm like, great, awesome. And then in my head, I'm like, this is going to be a shadow drop. And at the end, it says available now. And I was like, fuck, it's the, well, uh, there we go. It's the best Pacific Rim game out there. Yes. Yeah. Definitely get those vibes from it. Um, But yeah, I won't go, to, again, too much into detail with it. Check back. Definitely. Goaty time, because I think it might be on my list. Yep, no. Even just talking about it now, I'm like, I know I'm going to buy it on Switch in a few weeks, and I'm so mm. excited to play it again. I, I think it'll be, at the very, very least, honourable mention in mind. So, I'm thinking about maybe doing honourable mentions this year, because I think it's going to have to. I think it's going to have, I'm going to have to I facilitate I don't know, something. we'll see. I'm, I'm curious, because yeah. I, mean, I don't think this year, we could talk about this for like a full podcast. Yeah, true. But like, last year was stupid. Yeah. Like, last year shouldn't have happened. Yeah. We shouldn't have gotten two flagship Nintendo games yep. and a goddamn Persona game yep. and a Square Enix Platinum game. Like, that. this all shouldn't have been in 12 months. Yeah, no, it was and pretty And you know bonkers. what? Next year is looking ridiculous as well. So. And, like, and that's not the downplay this year. This year's still pretty crazy, but this it's not... spread out, and I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, we're heading towards the point where it's not spread out, <laughs> it's, but... It's, it's a little bit more condensed than the In, in particular, months. there's a really bad week in November now. Yeah. Because... I think it's like, I think it's Battlefield, Pokemon, Spyro, right. yep. and something else in yeah. like the space of seven days. That's and it's right. just like, ah, man. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. Um, but yeah, Into the Bridge, thumbs up. I'm enjoying it. Um, which I would have been playing still had it not been for another game that came out on the Switch this week. Which I've also played a bit of, but not as yes. much as you, but yeah. a little bit. Um, so I, again, I won't try not to be pretty spoiler. I won't be very spoilery about it because it does have a very good story and like a fun story again. Very, yeah, again, enjoyable writing. Exactly. Yeah, the for writing what, is what makes it. For the f- and what is ultimately a throwback, mm-hmm. a throwback nest sort of game. Yeah. So uh, that is the, uh, the game we're talking about is of course the Messenger. Um, again, can't remember who the, the developer was. I've really done my research this week. I do know that Greg Miller's uh, wife is part of the PR team public, uh, publicizing it, her new endeavor. Um, but yeah, it's really great. So, uh, like you said, Karen, it's a sort of like a Ninja Gaiden throwback. Um, no, that's definitely not it. 2009 drama romance? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sabotage Studios. Sabotage Studios. Uh, it's published by Devolver Digital. So that gives you a bit of an indication of the, what the. They have a knack for picking games that either have. Really like full on gameplay, or really full on, or like interesting 
writing and stories. Yeah. Or both even in, in some aspects. But um, this is sort of falls into the, the latter a little bit uh, of like, you know, being good writing. The gameplay is very good though. Um, but like I said, throwback Ninja Gaiden style game. Uh, you play as a, a ninja who gets dubbed the messenger. Uh, when sort of, and he's, he's really not super invested in his current situation, which I kind of no, dig. He's just a dude, like he's just like he's a ninja, obviously, but he's so bored with being a ninja and having to listen to all like the daily messages that they've been given, and and yeah, especially even the, the setup of a story in this game is sort of like, mm. you know, this this is it for human for mankind. It's yeah. kind of like this guy's like, this is boring. Yeah, I'm done with this. We're not doing anything here. Um, but then luckily he gets a chance to do something because um, big bad strikes. Uh, big boss enemy uh, attacks, um, gets scared away by someone else, the Western hero. Um, Which is the hero, is the character's name? Western, yep, the Western hero. The Western hero. He is also dubious about it. He's just like, yeah, I guess, that's I my guess, name. Yeah, Western yeah, hero, that's me. Um, but then, yeah, you've, you're given the task of delivering a scroll to the top of the mountain because that's going to solve all the problems. Um, Allegedly. Yep, and thus the title of the messenger. Uh, and yeah, so it's just, it's a 2D platformer, You've got swords, you've got, like, uh, shurikens you can throw. Um, there are other abilities later on the game that you can get as well. Uh, the one that you've got at the moment is the climbing claws, uh, which means you can, like, wall climb and... Um, super Ninja Garden. Yeah, the absolutely. Wall, the wall yeah. stuff is Super Ninja Garden. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple more past that, um, which I won't speak about, but they're pretty cool. Um, you might have seen them in trailers and things as well, but I won't mention about them. And yeah, it's it's just a really fun like 2D platformer. Now, we might have to bring this up again next week. Yeah, I think I we think, will. Because uh, the whole, if you don't know anything about it, um, the whole gimmick to this game is the fact that it is not just a uh, uh, 2D throwback action platformer, Ninja Gaiden style platformer. It's also uh, switches between uh, 8-bit graphics and 16-bit graphics at certain points within the game. Uh, not just graphics, either like sound and music as well. Um, I haven't hit that point yet. So essentially this whole part, like I've been playing for a fair while now. Not super long, like long enough that it's it's sort of like, it's almost like an elongated tutorial, but it's not, it doesn't feel like a tutorial. Yeah. Because they're still giving you items and still giving you things and you're still learning new stuff and new ways to traverse. And you're also learning the map, but um, I'm eventually reaching my destination, quote unquote, um, and I, I think that's when at whole, all hell's going to break loose again. And well, cause we sort of know what's coming. Yeah. We've, yeah. I, I checked out a review. It sort of gave me a heads up and like, it sort of bummed me out cause it would have been a cool surprise, but yeah, it's, it, it seems impossible to not really touch on it. Yeah. And they even make fun of it in the game yeah. as well. The um, game is, seem, is very self-aware of what it is. Through one character only though. Yes. Um, I think there might be a couple other. I don't know, but the ninja guy, the main character, seems pretty self-aware. Like, yeah, it's like, true. Kind of like, <sighs> yeah. What's the what's the go with like? I guess there's another boss fight here. It's yeah. like the two lanterns at the front, and, and there's a point where like he's about you, you um you enter the area where the boss seemingly resides, and yep. he's like, I'm just gonna go beat him. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> and the guys like, all right, I guess. And then you catch up, you meet him again. He's like, well, how did that go for you? <laughs> like, like, shut up. Yeah, um, don't want to talk about it. But yeah, the shopkeeper's really great as well. Like that's probably where I think most of the great writing is. Yes. Um, and again, there are other characters as well. You there's a there's a good boss fight coming up that's really really fun. You'll have um, th- there's a really good interaction between the bosses. Um, 
Actually, all of them have been really good. Actually, <laughs> I really like one of them, especially was quite sad, and yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a really great game. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It seems to be like that. That's the only thing I play on my Switch at the moment is 2D action platformers because you know Hollow Knight, then Dead Cells, now now the Messenger. <laughs> Uh, How good have India's been this year? It's insane. Phenomenal. It's last year was the year for like ridiculous AAA titles. I think this year's been like a really solid year for indies. Um, and I honestly think we have the Switch to thank to that a little bit. It's... I mean, not everyone's happy. No. I saw the tweet, or it was either a tweet or it was something from the, um, shit. What's the name of that Chrono Trigger-like game? Cosmic Star Heroine? Oh, Cosmic Star Heroine. Yeah, yeah. so that came to Switch, and <clears throat> I think it's sort of underperformed sales-wise. Oh, that's a shame. And they were, they were I don't want to assume how they felt, but they were basically sort of like, it would have been nice if Nintendo had promoted us more, but man, Nintendo, yeah, true. there's only so many indies they can promote when they're getting like a, a buttload each week. I must admit, I was like, because I remember hearing you talk about that. It's a good game. And I'm Get like, it on Switch. I think I will, because like, I want to play it, because it sounds awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, Again, if you, like, if you like Chrono Trigger, you'll probably like this game. I do like Chrono Trigger. I haven't played it for a while. It's a good um, game. I feel like that's an itch that's being ready to scratch. So, um, But yeah, The Messenger, has been, it's been everywhere. I think like during E3, it got a whole bunch of like best in shows for indie game. Um, a lot of people really enjoyed it. And I can attest to the fact that it is a very good game. Um, it also falls into that whole thing of, like, if you fuck up, it's it's pretty much your fault. Mm-hmm. Like, you've tried to yep. either be too greedy or you've tried to overperform too much or something like that. You've you fucked up and you sort of know that. I've never gotten super... Oh, I've had a couple of moments where I'm like... Mm. But also, despite it being loosely... You could, you could loosely attribute it to, to like... The Ninja Gaiden Legacy, right? It will not kick your ass as much as the Ninja no, Gaiden. And no, and not like it's difficult, but it's definitely, I think, a bit fairer than yeah. the Ninja Gaiden games. Yeah, it's, it's. I haven't met any of these dumb, stupid birds that just knock me back in the holes yet. But they're gonna come, aren't they? Oh, there is. There you go. That's what I was. They don't knock you in the holes, to be fair. But well, are... because because you do have the knockback when you get hit, but you can get yeah. a recovery. Yeah, which so they're, they're sort of saves it. you. But well, that's another thing we talk about as well, like the fact that there's a skill tree. In yeah, there. there is a skill tree. It's a very small one, but I am assuming not for long. I think once we hit that point, it's gonna it's gonna open up. It but has to, really. I think so. Well, unless it's just gonna be like, okay, now apply your skills. It could oh, be right. that. It could be as simple as that. We don't and know. it could be that this is like the, the skill tree is essentially part of the tutorial as well, which yeah, would be really true. interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know how long it's gonna be, but I'm definitely keen to try and see it through like knowing what the back end is i'm curious yeah um but i reckon i reckon we might leave it for there i reckon okay. we'll come back right. next week when we circle around we've probably will have both hit that point next week Got until thursday <laughs> yeah true <laughs> oh boy um but yeah that's all i've been playing this week okay well um i mean mine's not much different i have I, as i said been playing the messenger but yep. apart from that Divinity Original Sin 2 finally came to consoles, Joel. It finally nice. came. I've been waiting since, like, last year, listening to Ben Moore from the Easy Eyes talk about it <laughs> for so long. Like, I'd played a bit of the first game. Right. I didn't really get into it, and I think it's mostly because the appeal that Ben was selling to me was the multiplayer. Right. And this game... Uh, so, to, to summarize, to, to give you an idea of what Original Sin is, it's basically... 
a turn-based strategy game, a lot like Fire Emblem, stuff like that, mm-hmm. like when you enter combat, you all take turns with your party and the enemies going yep. back and forth until only one of you is left standing. Uh, apart from that, it sort of is reminiscent of like the old CRPGs, yep. where like, I'm just going to say, it. it's it's very D&D-esque. It's, I was going to say, it's, 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 it sounds like digital D&D. It is digital D&D, essentially. Like, right down to the fact that it has its own campaign editor in it. Like, yes, it does. <laughs> you can you can build a campaign in this cool game. Oh boy. That's not, what... not, not on console. Okay, but on still. On PC, but yeah. Can you download? I've I, don't, I haven't seen. Okay. But again, like that stuff could come in the future. Yeah. Because cool. I think they're still tweaking it. But either way, yeah, yeah Original Sin 2 is on console. And the big selling point for me was it has full four-player co-op through the campaign. Yep. Original Sin 1 was two players, and even then, it was mo- it was split-screen. And even if you played online, it still functioned like split-screen. Right. Because it was okay. sort of like they sort of jerry-rigged it together to run. Right. But the downside... Again, I was never going to get the Platinum, so it didn't affect me too much. But when I was playing with my housemate, uh, I wasn't getting trophies because I was essentially like... It's like, you're no, guest. he's player one, you're yeah. a guest. I'm like, well, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. But there's a game recently that Overcooked, uh, Overcooked 2, apparently. Oh, I heard sucks. Greg Miller talking about that. I don't know whether they fixed it yet or whether it was that's a bug, bummer. but um, I think Overcooked 2 was very similar. That's a bummer. Because he was very upset about <laughs> I can imagine that. Greg would be. He was very upset. He wants those trophies. <laughs> he does, and he fucking loves Overcooked. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah, full four-player co-op, and... I it's hard to get a gauge how far into the game I am because right. I pre-purchased it. I did have access to Act One ahead of release, so I was able to log like a good eight or nine hours, okay. probably before the game dropped itself. But I haven't I haven't finished Act One yet. I'm still in the first zone. Jesus, because there's just so many things to do. Like and like, do you know how many acts there are? Like, no idea. Okay, but. I, again, this is. I'm thinking when I hear like D and D, and like when I think of the old CRPGs, like it's a it's gonna be big. Yeah, it's be a big game. It's gonna consume a lot of my life. I'm probably gonna play it over the space of a year. Yeah, and honestly, I think it feels like the type of game that's not gonna be. You're not playing it to play. Like, there's not just one particular storyline that you're invested in. There is. There's like a. You can, there, I'm assuming there's an overarching so story. How it works is there are. I think that each race. Because you can, when you start the game up, you can pick from races. There's dwarves, of course, and yes. elves, and men, the, start, the standard ones. Yep. Then there's the superior race, the lizards. Oh, you could be a sweet lizard person. Might, might I say, maybe maybe after this I'll show you my lizard lady. Fuck yeah. Uh, she looks incredible. Awesome. Uh, or you can be a, a sweet undead per- character. All right. Now, undead are a bit different. E- each race has, sort of has its own thing they can do. Right. Uh, undead can use their bony fingers as infinite lockpicks. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. That's really cool. Downside, people really don't like you, yep. so you've got to chuck one of those old buckets on your head. <laughs> or, have, or have like a hood on. People can't see your face, or they'll be unhappy. Oh, I want to be Because you're a skeleton. So badly. Also, you can, uh, to heal you, if you're an undead, people have to use poison on you. They can't, oh, just, they can't just use restoration on you. That's so, so cool. We have an undead in my party. I, I, I've got a good feeling I know who that is. You do? Yep. Uh, so... We've had to sort of bend to his will a bit and be like, okay, we can't use restoration on him. It's got to be poison. He's wild card enough as it is. Oh, He's God. an undead rogue. So Oh, my God. All sneaking and backstabs from him and not oh. picking. Uh, but yeah, so um, I don't remember the dwarves or the men or the elves, but lizards can dig without shovels. Basically, okay. there, are, you, there are items you can find in like dirt and stuff and you need a shovel for it. Yep. Unless you've got a lizard and they can just dig because they're lizards. Cool. 
Uh, so yeah, you can create a character from those races and pick from oh, so many classes. Oh god. And honestly, the, the classes are a start point. Like you basically pick the class. You're like, okay, I want to start as this, and then right. you can build out how you want. It's it it's pretty intimidating, but also great. <laughs> yeah. Look, honestly, like the I was. I'd heard about, like, Divinity Original Sin, but I never really paid much attention to it because I was like, oh, I don't think it's my type of game. But they then, play like, D&D. <laughs> yeah, and then the D&D comparison started coming in, and I'm like, okay, I'm listening. Yeah. All right. So, like, it does have... Oh, before I move on. Yeah. So, apart from building your own characters, there are also set characters. So, okay. there are, like, set characters or stories that you can follow through. Oh, cool. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, if you play... If you make your own, like, avatar, you can recruit them as well and still do their stories. Oh, okay. Can you... Just one of them, or can you go through... So, the max party size is four. Okay. And I think if you... From what I can tell from what i played so far, like, we've got... Because we've got a party of three. We've got one of the AI with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other party members have sort of just been hanging out where we left them. So I think even if we progress, we can always go back and get them and move through their story. Okay. Too early to tell, really. Oh. But, yeah, so yeah, there are there are set characters you can play as if you don't want to go through the hassle of building your own. And they have, like, obviously got specific designs and all that. Like, the lizard is the Red Prince. He's very... Right. You've, you've seen him in the art and all that. And he's pretty cool. He's like a, a royal. He's okay. He wants to he wants to take back his kingdom. And you're like, ben, again, right. Ben Moore talked about him a lot. You might remember him from Ben Moore's conversations because so. he loved having him in his party because because lizards can dig uh, holes anywhere. Yeah, he was the digging character, right? And he'd be this guy going, oh, all like stuck up and noble. He's like, dig a hole. <laughs> <laughs> he's god damn it. He's the HM slot. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Look, I. It sounds interesting. So, so there is like a, a grand story at play. From what, from again, it's very early days. Okay, okay, <laughs> we have cool. um, my characters have my character has like a a source collar on them, which stops them from using their magic. Okay, and I'm still trying to get that off. <laughs> All right, cool. I think we're close. Well, because the reason I ask that is because if we get, if we are comparing to D and D, the fun of D and D. I'm sorry, Ben, but it's not to like downplay, um, like dungeon masters making up grand stories and stuff like that breaking them (laughs) kind of and it's also it's also having the freedom to carve your own path through that world i mean you can like very very like you do it your sub your standard like checks like Mm -hmm. when you're doing trying to do persuasions you will do it like off strength and finesse and stuff like that again it's not a it's not a super court like it's not by the books dnd right like there there if you play dnd there are things you'll recognize playing this game and it might if you play in D&D, you, you might enjoy this. Okay. And there are things you can do to, ha- to have fun. I, for example, this isn't, this isn't story related. This is just fun that my character gets to have now. Okay. I found some gloves. Okay. That have teleportation as an ability. I think I've heard some stories very similar to this one. Yeah. So I now possess the ability to teleport things <laughs> sometimes i use it for the, for the cause of good like in combat uh because i'm an i'm a ranger so my lizard lady likes to get on the high ground and shoot down i climbed up high and there was, a, there was another ranger up there so i just used my teleport gloves to blink him from down there to the fire below where my yep. allies have started a fire yeah died Absolutely. He, he wasn't happy um other times i'll just mess with my poor party mates by teleporting them across like <laughs> teleporting them from up oh. on a ledge to the ground oh no now extra fun there is again in combat they get it's an issue okay <laughs> of course um but in, out of combat it's not basically you have a thing called physical armor which protects you from like status settlements and stuff right. like that uh 
Now you basically lose all of that. <laughs> Again, so it's not an issue out of combat, but if I do it in combat, usually I'll get some, some dirty stares. I'm like, yeah, fine, I won't, I won't teleport you. I guess uh, you have But I can also right. use it to like retrieve um, objects. Like I, I teleported a chest down from up high. I bought my housemate saw like a dead elf on the beach. She was like, I want that corpse. I'm like, teleport up here. There you go. I want that corpse. <laughs> of course. Of course so, I want yeah, that corpse. The other thing the undead can do is they can wear the faces of other races and get oh, their skills. <laughs> man, I so want to be undead. <laughs> I just want to be able to just walk around. I, would, I wouldn't even wear another face. I just want to, just I just want to be a scary bucket. skeleton man. Yeah, I just want to wear the bucket all the time. <laughs> but I'm going to be like the skeleton with a heart of gold. That's going to be my storyline. I just want everyone to like me. That's what I want to be. Yeah, I mean, you can pick traits that sort of affect how people talk about you as well. Cool. So like, I'm, I... In conversations, I can pick from stuff like I've got... I'm a lizard. So if there's like lizard race specific dialogue, I can pick that. I'm a girl. So I've got that as well. And my other things are um, outlaw... And shit, what was the other one? I think it might be just soldier, maybe. Okay. And then basically that'll trigger certain dialogues. Right. And you do still have the stuff where your party will get to converse on stuff as well. Like we've had some situations where we would be taking a, a certain action and we've all we've all agreed so far, so I don't know what happens if you disagree. But it's like your characters will have the option to be like, Yes, we should do this or no we should not do this. Okay. I don't know what happens. You can also, if you feel like it, make war with your party members. That... You, can, you can start fights in the middle of nowhere. My housemate tried to do it to me, but unfortunately, as a rogue, he was... And I have teleport gloves. <laughs> no, okay, yep. I can just be like, no, you're over there now. <laughs> and now I shall shoot, shoot, shoot you. Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> Stop this behavior at um, once. <laughs> um, so when you're out of combat, are you freely able yep, to just, just wander around? Yep, just wander around, talk to people. Right. Uh, again, everyone's got dialogue. A lot of people have quests. Everyone can be a vendor. You right. steal from them. You can kill them. <laughs> like, All right. You have a lot of freedom in this game. <laughs> I like that. I, I I normally don't like that, but I think in this type of game, and again, I, I feel like I'm just drawing on my comparisons here to, to Dungeons & Dragons, and I, I feel bad for doing that because I feel like it might be doing the game a little bit of a disservice. Yeah. But... I mean, again, as long as you temper your expectations, yeah. like, and remember that it is a game, like in, in D&D, you have the freedom to do stuff on the fly. Yeah, because... like This yeah, is a game that's been built. The only limit is your imagination. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So... And um, I think, like, operating within the constraints of being a crafted world, it's it's a really good D&D-esque experience. Yeah. As close as you're going to get to, like, a, yeah. a digital version and of being able to... Especially playing with, like, a full party. Like, yeah. Even with two other friends like I'm doing now, it's just fun. I, I, I might check it out eventually. I just I was, I was all ready to try to sort of check it out, but then... It's a long game. Indie games happen this Indie week. games, it's, it's long. <laughs> Spider-Man's close. And like, then there's that too. So, like, like For me, it's just going to be a game I play over the space of a year. I might like I might pick it up on sale at one yeah, point. It'll definitely be, like, it'll be on sale. It's it's good. Like Divinity yeah. Original Sin 1 has been on sale a couple of times. Yeah. But I would almost just say wait for this one. I think I'm going to wait uh, yeah. for this one, yeah. It's fun. Like I'm glad it's finally here. Yep. I'm glad I get to teleport my people around and just mess with their lives. It's just fun. Oh... <laughs> uh, just messing people up. And, like, there are probably heaps of intricacies I could talk about, but I'll probably put some more time into it early next week before Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and then I'll have more to say next week. But yeah. right now, I'm just really enjoying having it, and it's fun. Yeah, because I'm probably going to have too much more new to talk about next week. It's just going to be more of the messenger, and then... I'll bring you more of my teleport glove expert... I'm excited. Escapades. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm I'm eagerly awaiting that. That should be fun. Like, seriously, like, when I... Like, when I warped the, rain, the other bow guy down into a fire... Because I... Before and I was like, I never thought to try it. I was like, what if I use my teleport ability on the enemies? Okay. And I was just like, I wonder if I could warp them. I can. 
Um, there was another one where we were fighting against. Uh, we we snuck around to the side of a, an encounter, and there was like the main boss guy. Yep. And we're like, "Cool, we find this guy." Uh, teleport <laughs> down, down there, Just away. down down there, because I have high ground advantage, <laughs> and I'm on the upper level now. I, I, uh, don't worry, Anakin. I have the <laughs> yeah. high ground. Yeah, I now understand that. Uh, he, he did have the high ground. Exactly, like, it makes sense. Anakin yeah. was never. He never stood a chance. Yeah, that that. Nah, that joke never gets old. Does it doesn't, it? <laughs> especially when you're playing Divinity Original Sin and there's a high ground buff. Like, it comes up every turn. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, yeah, lots of fun stuff this week. Yeah. Um, but the fun stuff doesn't end there. It's gonna roll on over into uh, checking in with everyone's favorite new podcast game, Dope or Nope. New podcast game? Newish. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to set it up for an intro. And dope or Nope. Dope or nope. Of course, Dope or Nope is our uh, sort of news segment of the show, I guess you would call it, uh, where we discuss, uh, we each bring some topics to the table and we uh, discuss them at varying lengths depending on what we decide. So if uh, one person brings a story, another person says dope, then we both talk about it in depth, we have a good conversation about it. Uh, if one, the other person who didn't bring the story says nope, uh, then... It's in the bin. It's in the bin. It's in the bin. But if one person dopes and one person nopes, then that person who doped it has a very, very limited window to discuss uh, said news topic. Better say that's the most common one. Yeah. I think yeah. People yeah. will bring a story and be like, oh, I dope? Yeah, I get I, I did want to say something about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's <laughs> again, that's the fun of it, though. Yeah, some, man, we need to start getting savvy we, about this and start bringing just trash topics. We haven't hurt each other's feelings too badly yet. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised, honestly. Give it time. Yeah. I'm sure something will come soon where you'll be like, I'm really excited to talk about this. It's just, and I'll be like, nah. Nah. It's just that power of friendship In that we are talking about with our, our Smash characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's that we, we pull each other uh, together with the... Uh, I was about to say something really bad then. And, yeah. All this talk of holes and... I just It's not good. It's, we're, I started off on the wrong foot, man. Um, anyway, we'll, we've got a couple of like joint sort of what, like traditional news topics. Auto, I guess. Auto-dopes. Auto-dopes, I guess. But, no, but, <laughs> I like that. Auto-dopes. Auto-dope. <laughs> yeah. We discussed it beforehand. We've already decided that, yeah, we're obviously talking about this. Um, so, what do you want to start off with? Do you want to go... I mean, we start off with a big one. The yeah. big one that like... I honestly, I missed it completely until I woke up the next morning. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently CD Projekt Red teased a stream. Yep. I missed the tease, yeah. Yeah, I missed it all. I just woke up and I'm like, oh, sweet. Gameplay for Cyberpunk. And then people were like, they te- like I saw, I went back into my Twitter timeline, like, CD Projekt Red stream? What could it be? It was probably like, it was probably hidden somewhere, that they, like, on purpose. Probably. They've got a bit of a, a knack of doing that. Yeah, but... They even hid something in this as well. They did. Uh, which is really neat. Anyway, the headline is, that full 48 minute, minute demo that was shown behind closed doors at E3 and Gamescom, we've seen it now. We've yep. all seen it. You can, you go, can go look go up on it. YouTube. Yep, it is right there. Boobs and all. Except for when you're in the character creator. Except for, yeah, weirdly, but... Anyway, Whatever. <laughs> sure, why not? Plenty of C-bombs Just... for your ears to listen to. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, um... They yeah. were not holding back on Sidebar, that. Sidebar, dialogue, not my favourite part of this game so far. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess. I it's very video game. That's not the important thing about this game, though. But, but it's like it's very video gamey, but it's also very like it's paying homage to like that type of setting when that type of setting was. I'll say I've got some tweets I want to read you. But okay, I'll, I'll pull them out later, and they're not direct quotes from the game. They're just something that someone wrote, and it's it made me laugh this morning. It's just I, I feel like it, it. It's not. I mean, it's it's bad, but it's bad in a way that it's like when you watch a cheesy eighties action movie, you're like. This is bad, but I'm enjoying it. You know what I mean? Whereas I can like, see where you're coming from. Like this, this, the the original tabletop game, I think, like the the pen and paper game, was like I would have to say 80s, 90s when it was made, and that's you know a reflection of like what people thought the future was going to be like. Well, John, then. this is 277. <laughs> I know. It's further in the future, man. I know. Um, but yeah, no, I I don't know. I I it's yeah. So I agree that it's not great. But, dialogue-wise, I want to specify that. Yeah, dialogue because it's the not, rest of it is... Whew. Oh boy, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not great dialogue-wise, but it's... I, I think it's a, a, an accurate representation of what they're going for. That's I guess that's fair. And that's why I feel like... I mean, it's City Project Red, man. They, they know how to take a specific thing and sort of, like, really put their all into it, which is... Very apparent. I'm not. I'm. I am in no way, shape, or form doubting the overall quality of this game. Yeah. Uh, I played The Witcher Three. N- having that knowledge in my pocket, this game is the scariest thing on my on the yeah. horizon for me. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes out, there is no amount of leave that I can take. Yeah. Save quitting a job. I'm just living. <laughs> to, I'm living to, in to Night finish City. this game. <laughs> I'm living in Night City, man. I'm oh, moving God. there. I'm packing up. I'm moving there. Sorry, everyone. Uh, all of a all of a game devs when this game gets a date just like give it a month either side <laughs> yeah pretty much uh apologies to work in advance uh, apologies to friends yep apologies to any other games commitments in general yeah, yeah. i need to go and be a sweet hacker in, yeah. in night oh, city man man neuromancer baby so where do you want to start like i don't even know there's so, so much to unpack in here i it's, i think it's a, a good place to start is just it looks like CD Projekt Red is real. Like they are taking this city seriously. Yep. It looks really good. Like mm-hmm. it looks like a living, breathing city. Yeah. Um. The the apartment complex because you st- the, the the gameplay trailer starts off with like you know, uh, a, like a, I guess you out on a mission trying to recover yeah. a body essentially, but um after that you end up back in V's apartment. After she character. apparently bangs someone. Yeah. A bit of a cheeky bang. Yep. A little cheeky bang. Um. You know, I said you're, you're an adult, and, and apparently it's alluded to you later on that it was a three day bender essentially that she goes on. So, <laughs> OV. Um, yeah, just to be clear, like, are you playing as a? I, I'm absolutely playing as a female V. I, I think I am too because if it's if the voice actor is who I think it is, then I'm definitely doing it because I'm pretty sure it's the English voice actor for Ryoku from Kill the Kill. I don't know if there's any English VAs out there yet, like listed officially, but I'm waiting for them to come out. I want to know. It sounded like her. But, it did, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. So if it is, if it is, yeah. Um. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so coming out of her apartment, though, when she starts to sort of go out into the world again after her three-day bender, seeing the apartment complex that she's in reminded me of the uh, the mega complexes from Dread. And I was like, yes, because... You I, are the law. Fuck yeah, I am the law. <laughs> Criminal um, that didn't get a sequel. Criminal. Man, might be getting a, a, a series, though. I know. I'll take I know, it, I I'll guess. I'll take it. I'll take it, because, man, that... I've never even seen the original like Me Sylvester neither. Stallone one. The reboot, the Carl reboot Urban, was good. man. He's he's he's, he's the ju- law. He is my judge, dread. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and the law. And the law. He is also the law. Um, Most importantly. When I'm not the law, it's fine. No, he's the law. <laughs> he's the law. Um, but yeah, so those, those, those complexes, it reminded me so much of that. A little less gritty than than the ones that were in Dread, but I think that was just because of the filters that were over that film, yeah. that, that yellowy filter that was always present. Yeah. Um, this world doesn't look... It, like, it's, it's, it's obviously clearly fucked up, completely fucked up, but it looks a little less fucked up than, than Dread's, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I mean, Dread's was pretty far gone. Yeah. But again, was, at the same well, time, we haven't seen the full scope of this world yet. True. This is one area that, you know, one part of one area, like one city, there's, like, apparently mountains and... Is there forest as well? I think they said something. There's like other environments out there. Which that was my first concern. So I was happy to hear that because yep. one of my favorite things about The Witcher is is the environments. Yep. Like, it's fair. Those, I think to this day, maybe Red Dead will knock it off. Maybe. Mm. But at this point, like those zones in The Witcher 3 are still like the most incredible things I've seen in a yeah. video game. Yeah. Just watching the clouds roll over and the weather change and the wind picking up in the trees. It's like, yep. holy shit, these guys are insane. Yeah. They're insane. With, like, from what a little I played of it, it's up there with, like, Horizon as well. Yeah, Horizon was Horizon really good. has got a really good uh, environment as well. But, um, but yeah, this looks... I just... This is... This is so up my alley. This is what I want. This is what I want to play. And I just... I'm, I, and, and this world is so colourful, yet grimy, yet bright but dark. Like, I, I love that the billboards. Yes. A digital, and now like, like for example, the one in the thing is like the, uh, it's an ad for Nicola. Yeah. And when you interact with it, it's like, well, there's the nearest vending machine where you can buy Nicola. Like, yeah. Well, I can't wait to see what pops up on these goddamn billboards. So it's essentially, it's essentially, it's an interesting way of doing, um, like waypoints, I guess. It's yeah. like, cool. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's over there. Awesome. And when you think about the way that you'll potentially be able to enhance yourself cybernetically, like yeah. think of the stuff that you'll be able to do with the HUD. Like, yeah. we, we saw, like, bits, like, there's, like, an eye scanner where you can scan enemies, the threat levels and stuff like that. Zoom in. Yep. Yep. Uh, transmit viruses and stuff yes. with the high end. That's just... Yeah. That last, like, the last two minutes of that demo, I was like, I want in. Or even, like, even the last, like, I'd probably say, like, ten minutes, I think, of it, when they just, like, when they officially go, oh, well, oh, is it only two minutes of that? It's for, maybe it's a bit more than two minutes, but it's basically from when they're, like, they hack into the guy, and they're like... We're, right. we're opening up some, some high-end stuff and they sort of dive into them and yeah. go, cool, this is the personnel, we're taking that, learning this, it's like, whoa, whoa, hang on. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna... This was cool, we're more gonna of sh- this. We're gonna show off some stuff you're gonna get later in the game, but we wanna get you hyped about it now. Like using the Mantis Blades to run along the wall. Fucking Mantis Blades, dude. I'm gonna and be I a sweet Mantis Blade chick. I know we've seen them before because like the very first trailer was like... We hadn't seen them in action, though. I, yeah, I know. And now we have. And like that's the most exciting thing, like seeing them, yeah, being able to like climb up walls and like... Just traversal and then, like, planning your route through, like, a, a group of enemies. Yeah, like, the example of showing him a demo is he climbs up there, uh, hits the guy on the left with a virus to disable his weapon, mm-hmm. then jumps down and, like, executes the other guy and then kills the guy who's just yep. like, my gun's jammed. I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. It's um, cool. It's, it's cool. so cool. And I just... Oh, man. Driving's in first person or, thank God, third person. Yep. Which, is, I, which was a big thing for me. I, I, yeah, and I get that. suck at first person driving. I totally get that. In games. Yeah. I'm passable in real life. <laughs> you have to drive in third person in real life. You're like, I can't do can't it. Can't do it. It's impossible. Sorry. Rig up the camera. They, they gave me a license so I can drive give, in real life. Just not very good. But give me that rig. Give me that setup that Rooster Teeth used for that immersion shoot. That's what I need. I need I'm, that. I'm curious how I do. Probably badly. <laughs> I, from watching that immersion video, 
Yeah, I would say so. It makes the fact that it works in video games a miracle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I think it's good. You're right. It's being able to have um, the third person for driving because I know a lot of people don't like first person. I'm okay with it, especially in racing games. Maybe not in this type of game. I'd rather look at my fucking sweet dope cyberpunk sports car yes um, but isn't actually yours but they also did drop a line the hint that you'll be going you'll be using a multitude of vehicles mm-hmm. they mentioned bikes and be stuff able to, and to be able to buy lots of different so things as well bring on that high-end sweet like yeah um i trying to think, what's a really cool cyberpunk-esque car i honestly just want that yeah, one from one the trailer that, yeah, i'd like what's the, it, the very what's first trailer name oh the one from, isn't that wasn't it the same? It's as very. Same? I think it's the same one, but yeah. I think my name is a friend. Um, I, it's is it Ronnie or something. I don't know. It's his car though, and it's just yeah. like that's a good car. Yeah. So basically, it, the whole thing t- takes you through like, I guess like an opening mission because they, they've said this is like pretty much the start of the game, and you can tell, you can feel that it feels. You can feel tutorials in there. Tutorials and like scripted moments as well, like the car chase. Yes. Um, is like is very much like a scripted moment. Um, I was watching the Fun House sort of breakdown on it. They did a big breakdown of the original when Lawrence got to watch it the first time and just like completely lost his mind. Um, but they sort of recovered it again this week on Dude Soup. And um, yeah, they pointed out the fact that they were like, that felt scripted. Everything else felt like, you know, okay, but that felt like a scripted gameplay moment. And I'm like, that makes it's, sense. Yeah, the, the part where it was weird for me, and I'm not saying it's impossible, but it was just like, if I can safely let my NPC companion take the wheel while I shoot these guys and not crash me. Amazing. <laughs> yes. If that, if that is a function of the game. And, and like, it's not impossible because no. Roach was able to stick to roads automatically and like yep. avoid trees. And it's a function like auto drive is like a function in, in some games now. Yeah. Especially so it's, it's, not, it's not impossible, but yeah. And I, I if anyone's going to do it, CD Projekt Red are going to do it because they're not going to do things in halves. So if they, if they've like, showed... That's why this game is years away. Exactly. And if they, they've showed... If they've showed that in a gameplay trailer, chances are they're working on putting that in the full yes. release game. So it's a pretty safe bet at this stage that that's the thing that's going to be we're going to be able to do. Um, but yeah, like you were talking about, like all the different, um, like going to the what are they called the Ripper Ripper Dock, yeah, the Ripper Dock, uh, and getting the new cybernetic enhancements and stuff, and just Had like the the thing for your hands that increases like weapon damage, and yep. gives you like that the, 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 the HUD for it. So it's interesting bringing up about the HUD because another game that we both really enjoyed that had a customizable HUD essentially was um, uh, Near Automata. Please play Near Automata. <laughs> yes, please. This is your again, like bi monthly. Like remind it's really me to play good. Near Automata. It's fantastic, but um, yeah, I really like the idea of being able to customize your HUD. Yeah, there. and I feel like that that's going to be something that's going to be in this game, which cause... I hope because the HUD that it had was a bit of a mess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Again, it's early development, so I don't want to be really like, "This is how it's going to look when it's finished." Exactly. And how dare they? Because I'm not they like those Spider-Man people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did stress that a lot too. Though. It was on, this on is... the entire demo had that watermark. So. Yeah. This is in development footage. It could change. And the voiceover as well was like, yep, just keep in mind, guys, this is in development. So people would learn, like, this isn't the same game. There's no puddles there anymore. Um, but anyway, I'm so excited for Cyberpunk. Yes. Like, I'm just so excited. I love that when you're getting your... I mean, again, journalists talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, obviously they've seen this demo months ago now. Yep. And we're kind of like, but I've seen it now, and I really liked it. Yep. The part where they, where the Ripper Dog is installing the eye. Yeah. And it's just like as simple as like you can you come across you 
you're like, wait, this, that's my body. Yep. Oh, it's putting. Oh. Yeah. Because it does. It does like. It does like the Robocop thing. Yeah. Where like he he takes you offline and they basically put you to sleep, but then you come like the eye comes online and it's him like peering into it, looking at it. Yeah. And it's like the same shot from Robocop. I'm like, nice. That's really cool. I can't wait to get those Mantis blades installed. Oh, fuck it. That, that's good. That's like high end gear. That's <laughs> that's the military grade stuff. That's the yeah. They kept talking about like a military grade shit. That's hundred percent. And even that. some of the guns they showed off were cool, like the ones with the seeking bullets yes. and like yep. oh. being able to shoot through walls. I think yep. that was that the shotgun had the ability to shoot through walls, or was it just any gun? I think there was a particular gun that could shoot through like thicker surfaces. Yeah, right. Um, and, um, it, and weapons seemed to have like a loot tier. Like there was they got a purple gun, yes. so that's going to be a thing. They did mention the word loot as well. They're like, oh, we found some new loot, and it's like, okay, I didn't, all right. didn't have to use the L word, but here yeah, we are. Yeah, it's fine. It's almost like a dirty <laughs> word now, but uh, I guess in an RPG, it's like it kinda, is. It's, it's, it is loot. Yeah, that's what exactly. They, that's what it's did the Witcher three have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything if you don't, like you don't yeah. sort of tiered gear. Yeah, cool. Most of the, the good stuff you would craft, yeah. which I assume will be like a lot of the good stuff you'll get through upgrades in this game. Yeah. But um I mean it's early days, who knows? This game comes out next gen. <laughs> well that's the thing. Apparently it's playable. I'll believe it when From I see it. Start to finish right uh, now. It's well, the, the, this, this demo is, not the game. No, they said the full game was playable from start to finish, I'm Doubt pretty it. sure. Doubt it. I I I'll double check. If, if that. we if we had a prove a ticket, I would be using Ooh. it on you right now, because I doubt it. Um Yeah, I mean I I doubt it too, but I swear I read that. I think but... I've heard at least that they say the demo is and I mean, I believe it, but I need to see someone playing it on a PS4 controller in it, not a pro. Yeah. And just because a it's playable, PS4. <laughs> yep, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077 is already completely playable from start to finish. Oh, that game's coming out the next year then. Yeah, um, and I don't. When they say it's playable start to finish, it doesn't mean obviously doesn't mean like um, it's going to be completely finished. Like it's not going to be like everything's completely rendered and everything all the artwork's final and everything like that it's absolutely not that way but I think I after mean, seeing this gameplay trailer and seeing the level of polish that's in this uh, this is it's a vertical slice yes but it's still so much more of a vertical slice than we normally get in a gameplay demo and even that looks looks good it looks right? done it looks like a game that if that was the whole game and it was ready now I could pick it up and play it and it wouldn't make sense yeah like this I have like, there's some popping here and there, like, texture-wise yeah. and, like, draw distance and stuff. But, like, yeah, mostly yeah. the game looks incredible. Yep, absolutely. For, like, the scope that they're aiming for, it looks yeah. incredible. And, like, just the population of the city itself as well. All these and people I was, walking And I around. was looking. I was looking for, the, the, like, the old copy people. Yep. The old dupes. But I, yep. c- I couldn't really spot any. No. And, like, they're all they're different animations and stuff. People are having different conversations you can hear, listen in on. Um, just, yeah, really, really cool. Um... I, I, I really hope this game's good. I, 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 I think at the very least it's going to be a good game. It's, I think it's Cedar Project Red, so I have no doubt. <laughs> that's exactly right, and I think it's it's almost like it's hard to say that these days where you're like, oh well, I, it's in good hands. It's in good hands because anyone can make a fuck up. But I mean, Marvel's still doing really well. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. in terms of movies, mm-hmm. they had they had rough moments. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they've proved themselves. <laughs> what are you? We'll see what happens with Guardians Three and see what happens after that. Shall That's we? not Marvel though. That's Disney's fault. But Marvel is roped in as a part of that. Uh, okay. That's, fair. That's, fine. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all, right, all I'm yeah. saying. That aside, that whole 
fucking shit show that aside. shit show yeah. aside, hashtag rehire James Gunn. Absolutely, hashtag rehire James Gunn. That's our official our official statement and endorsement on the situation is us just like, fucking do it. You idiots. Yeah, do it, you cowards. You morons. <laughs> what are you doing? You delayed the movie and you, you have a pretty strict timeline, you idiots. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And you have cast members threatening to leave over it. Anyway. Hey, video um, games, cyberpunk, yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah, um, I'm trying to find the uh, the secret message. Uh, oh, that explains the delay. Yeah, basically, like not, not the de- again, it's so weird. To, much like when Red Rockstar were like, "Hey, uh, there's been a Red Dead delay," and I was just like, "Uh huh, we had a date." Yeah, <laughs> this was similar. Where I was like, "I'm sorry, we had a date." Basically, yeah, there's a, there, much like uh, the fact when they gave away a whole bunch of codes to The Witcher Three. So cool. The, which is fucking great. I love it. Um, and also there was a hidden message in there as well saying, thank you for waiting. We appreciate it. The game will be out when it's ready sort of thing. Um, during the E3 trailer. Yep. Um, there's another one here. It's a very lengthy, like essentially a letter from, oh God. um, I'm going to read the whole thing. Um, I can't remember who it's from. It's just from City Project Red in general. It's basically them going through saying like, you know, why it's taking so long, why they hesitated on... Um, actually releasing that gameplay demo. And if you want an example, mm. just I, we've, we've alluded to it, so I think this is a good time to bring it up. Okay. If you want, like, yeah. If you're like, oh, why was CD Projekt Red so scared to show the gameplay? Mm-hmm. Some real stupid stuff has gone down this week with the Spider-Man, and the, the Spider-Man game was coming out next week, which we are very excited oh, about. So excited for it. It's pre-ordered. But Joel apparently, apparently they've downgraded it. They took out some puddles in a specific shot. Joel, how dare they? Anyway. Seven out of ten, not <laughs> enough water. water. Yeah. Anyway, the main reason that, that you, if you're like, why are they so scared? Because of that. Like, yeah. You've just got to look at social media. Like, at one point, the Insomniac account was like, there are plenty of puddles in this yeah. game. <laughs> just, just, rest assured, puddles are plenty. And it was a whole thing of like them going, like having to go in and go, there's a whole day-night cycle, and there's like... You know, they shouldn't have to explain that. Just no. like be fucking excited for the game. If you're excited for it, you're gonna be you're gonna buy it. You're if gonna you, play it. Like I mean, if you if, if like the internet decides to keep doing shit like this, you're gonna find games like Cyberpunk that are shown behind closed doors to yep. you know professional Absolutely. journalists. And you'll have to read transcripts of people. Exactly, and oh. you won't see them until like a, a year or more later. Like, and, and it's that simple, really. <laughs> again, this got again this got brought up on the Funhouse um, dude soup I watched last night, um, and, and Bruce Green said it perfectly. He's like. All those motherfuckers are the people who get, they're going to buy this game. I'm going to play it for 40 years. Yeah. They're going to love it. Yes. That's the thing. But they just wanted to be that person on the internet that wants to fucking nitpick something. Exactly. Everyone yeah. out there is complaining about the puddles in Spider-Man doesn't really care. They're going to buy that game yeah. at launch. Yeah. But how dare they downgrade? So, yeah. That's why that... But yeah, like, that's why. It's a, like, it's a really great letter than just sort of saying, like, like, we understand you guys wanting to see it and, and are frustrated by the fact that others did get to see it and you didn't yet. But like, understand, we're still working on it. But we decided, eventually, we decided that we wanted to show what it is. But we wanted to very make, like, make very specifically clear that this is a work in progress. This is what uh, the, the letter ends with. Um, so here's what Cyberpunk 2077 looks like today, or rather, looked like when we recorded the video. We sincerely hope you liked it. So it's like this is what it looks like at this point in time. Um, what was the game that had? Uh, the build was like that they released as a beta was a completely different build. Like it was like a two time like beforehand. It was Destiny Two, I think, wasn't it last What's year? This? Um, they released a beta for a game and it was 
they had to come out and they were like, well, this is like, not the last build before, but the build before that. Oh, what was it? I thought there's been a few of his games. Yeah. A lot of the start a, of the year, I remember reading A lot of that. shooters. Yeah. Basically. A lot of shooters get it. Was they the ones that are doing all these betas and stuff like that? Um, but people, like, when that, there's a Battlefield Five beta coming up pretty soon. There's also been a delay. I know, but the game itself got delayed. <laughs> yeah, like it's... For quality, and that's fine. Absolutely. But, like, I guarantee you that beta you're going to be playing, like, it's going to be the build that was at E3. Mm-hmm. Like, when you get that beta, yep. it's going to be an old build. Yep, absolutely. That's how, that's how it works. You don't... When they put out a beta, you're not playing the latest build. And you shouldn't expect to. You shouldn't go into it going, oh, this is shit. This isn't working the way I wanted it to. You paid zero dollars for it. Like... By the way, I'm a bit... I'm still a bit dirty on all these companies going, oh, play the uh, Battlefield 5 beta. It's like... It's not really a beta, though, is it? No. You've sort of repurposed that word. No. Did, it's a demo. Someone came out and actually said that, didn't they? I'm sure someone has to have, I like... think there was, like... It no, has... it, was for, it was for Anthem, sorry. It was another EA title. Oh, like They came out and said that... EA title. One of the developers was, like... They said, the Anthem beta is not, not a beta. It's a demo. Like, it's essentially... It's a demo. Like, the, the word beta has just been used to sort of, like... It's a buzzword. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it enhances the allure. It's like, if I pre-order, I get to play the beta yeah it's like no you get to play a demo in the in in like in terms of like publicity wise it's it's the new buzzword that makes it look hip and cool like that's what that's what their 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 uh, idea behind it is that, like it's a beta not a demo that's why demos are for demos are your grandpa's old like, yeah you know, it's not your grandpa's demo it reminds me of when um back when destiny one was first released and i had like the beta but i got into the uh into the alpha Oh, I was in the right. alpha for Destiny, yeah. and I was like, "Ooh, the alpha!" And people it's are like, demo. "Oh, cool!" But even still, like, there are people who do put out legitimate alphas for games. And I know, they're like, this game's not finished. Like, exactly, oh, and that's and that's sort of where the mix-up starting to come down to. Where it. it's like, "Well, no, you're not." That's an actual alpha. Mm. What Destiny was was a demo. I nearly say Destiny One's alpha was an alpha. Yeah, it was. New, new IP from Bungie. I think I watched this play like, that. Uh. It was like, Ooh. but like generally, like again, Battlefield. Take it back to Battlefield. Like that's yeah. going to be a beta. It's like no, it's a demo. It's a demo. <laughs> this is a, a Battlefield demo. It's a buzzword. The, the only place that the word beta still means what it's supposed it's to mean is a network stress test. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it, and that doesn't sound as sexy as beta. Like, I like that the Dark Souls games call themselves that. Yep, it's absolutely. Like, they're not the Dark Souls Nintendo games like, as well. Yeah, like, like the global test punch. Test, yeah. And, yeah, they know what they are. They they tried to cute that up a little bit with like the especially yeah, with the arm which, from like, the like, global test punch. Yeah, um, but, but it's, it's definitely more honest than going, "Oh, you're playing the arms beta." It's like no, it's a, it's we're testing the network. Yeah, we're that's what it's here for. Yeah, and don't get too entitled when you're like, well, I couldn't even play half the game. That's the fucking point. Yeah, we're, getting, we're making sure the servers work. You, so that when you do get the game, you don't fucking get on social media and bitch about it even more so. Um, point is, though, Cyberpunk yeah, boy, 2077. Yeah, ranty, huh? Oh, yeah. Cyberpunk 2077. Looks good. Looks really good. Looks amazing. Can't wait to be a sweet manis lady and uh, give all the enemies sweet gun jamming mm-hmm. viruses and cut up their friends. Yeah. Uh, final thought, though. What do you think of the gunplay? I mean, it looked pretty good. Because I, I, yeah, I agree. I think it looks really good. But I've seen some people being like, oh, I don't know. But like, it's, I think it's functional. It's hard. It, it, gunplay is a really hard thing because I really need to have my hands on the controller. Of course. Yeah. To sort of figure it out. Yeah. That's true. I just, I was interested to hear your thoughts because like I, I've, I have seen some people not being like, do shit, but like, they're like, oh, gunplay didn't look as good. Like, but I'm pretty keen on like the story and the setting and stuff like that. So, I mean, this game's going to sell. I mean, the good news is, like, you're going to have the option. Like, you yeah. want, you may not... Like, I can't wait to see the first person who plays this game without even pulling their gun. Yep. 
Someone's yep. going to do it. They're going to do this without just through even, persuasion. Without, well, I was going to say, without even leaving their room. Stuff. Like, just because, yeah. like, you know, the, the net runners or people can, like, hack into other people and basically just sit in a chair and, <laughs> I like... hope that's possible. ...hack the planet. Well, I mean, there are other characters in the, the hideout. There's the one that, yeah. when shit goes down, um, which that whole interaction was... The way that the, the dialogue worked in there I, was really, really cool. I loved when the guns got pulled. Yes. It was like a Mexican standoff. I'm like... Fuck yeah. And it was like, you have the option to pull the trigger now, or you can wait, and yeah. And then, like, gave him the credits, and you're like, okay, it's all fine. It's like, nah, credits been hacked, and it's, yeah. It's, it, it looks really good. Yeah. I think the, the, it's also going to be 200 hours long, yeah, and absolutely. I'm never going to have time for it all. And then have three expansion packs that are essentially three new games for it. Like, that's, yeah, get, yeah. get hyped for that. Um, no, nah, I'm ready to move to Night City, man. I'm ready. Um... But that was one of our auto-dopes for this week. The other auto-dope is, as we mentioned earlier, it's we had double dose of Nintendo Indies. Yeah. So last week we had one for the Gamescom lineup, mm-hmm. and this week we got one before PAX West. So, I mean, a lot of games sort of were covered in it, so I don't know if you wanted to sort of just rattle through a list. Yeah, I think we rattle through a list. I think it's a good idea. Um, we'll start with the Gamescom ones. Yep. Because I, I, I think the Gamescom one had still some great stuff, but st- for me personally, some stuff that I was like, eh, I'm yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, so, again, not in any particular order. Yep. We've got Nightcall. Don't remember. Okay. I don't remember it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like the noir. Oh, yes, actually. It I, looks kind of yeah, cool. Like, yeah, it looks yeah. interesting. I'm good to check it out. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom, which sort of rem- reminds me of Wonder Boy. It had like an anime trailer for it that looked like an anime uh, opening theme song which is cool sort of yeah yeah it was neat. Uh, guns between very excited about that australian developer i believe nice um yeah looks really cool great art style the soundtrack sounds awesome um yeah cool to check that out got streets of rogue i'm hyped for that it's a like a top-down roguelike spoiler alert i figured as much when i when i saw rogue in a title like and then saw the gameplay it was like, yeah oh, fucking joel's all over this yeah no absolutely uh, bad north which is now available which is the cool sort of turn-based strategy Viking game yep. which looks pretty neat and apparently it's again much like what um, Into the Breach was doing it's like they, it's like that bo- boiled it down to yeah, a very pure it's a tight form. little experience mm. uh, we got Bad no, no Children of Mortar Children of Mortar looks cool um, apparently it's like multiple playable characters and stuff and they all live in a house together and you go into like this portal in the basement I think that I remember hearing Daniel Bloodworth talk about it on, oh, yeah. after E3 um, uh, we've got a game that I do not have the heart to play, and that's this war is this war yeah. of mine. I'm uh, very cool, very interesting game, but I yeah. just I don't think I can do it. I, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's a hard game to play. I've gone to like install it like a few times on the PS4 when it was a plus. I got, game. I've got it on plus and on Steam. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's it's a tough game. It's meant to be. Not, not, and, and yeah, like I mean, without saying, it's not not because of difficulty. It's because of decisions that you're making. Yeah. And it, it's real. That game Especially is actually gets got, like, real. The, there's like, there was a DLC pack called The Little Ones, which is all about the children involved yep. in that. This will like, probably have that for sure. Oh, cool. Let's just add that extra layer in there. Here's some more um, trauma. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a game I'm really excited for, Moonlighter. Yes, Moonlighter. I think that was the most exciting thing. So we got a release date for it, didn't we? It's Autumn. Oh, autumn. autumn 2018. So that should soon. be soon. Oh, boy. Moonlighter, so if you're not familiar with it, it's a, it's like a like a dungeon crawler, like an action RPG dungeon crawler. But the twist is that 
you're a shopkeep. Oh, hell and yeah, so you you've got to try and get some new items to sell in your shop. So you go deep into the dungeons of, of at night, hence the title Moonlighter, and hunt monsters, find loot, and come back and try and I'm sell in. it. I'm so in. Yeah, I'm like, that sounds great. Uh, we have Everspace Stellar Edition, which but, is another roguelike. Very excited for this. Because it's a roguelike with spaceships. It is. And it's yes. on PS4 and stuff already. It, it looks very good. I've gone to buy it on PS4 a few times. Honestly, I'm like, no, it's coming to the Switch. I've I've hobbled over it. Yeah. I've been like, mm, I'm like, maybe. come on. No, but I, I knew it was coming to the Switch and I'm like... See, I didn't know that. Well, I, the, there, were, there were talks about it oh, okay. very much coming to the Switch and I'm like, well, I'm going to wait for that. Uh, and then, yeah, we officially got announced that it's coming uh, December, isn't it? December 2018. Yes, yes. yes. And it's with the expansion because it's Bastella yes. edition, so there's a bonus content which is cool. Yeah, uh, we got Baba is You. I've heard about Baba is You. Um, it doesn't sound familiar to me. It's uh, it's the one where it's got like <laughs> it had like Baba is You, and you could move parts oh, of the word. Oh yes, actually, again now now you've reminded me. Yeah, so it's like Baba it, is You, and then you move it to like move you out of the way and push key in there. It says Baba is Key, and they can unlock yeah. the door. It sort of reminded me of like a um, not exactly, but sort of like Scribble Knots. Kind of, yeah. Like it was like, I think it's a, I think it's got more charm than Scribblenauts, personally. Yeah. Uh, Scribblenauts was one of those games where the first time you were like, "This is cool," mm-hmm. and then every time afterwards you're like, "It's okay, we've done it." Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> what more can you do? To <laughs> have you, have like, you added more words? We put adjectives in there. And you're like, okay, I don't care. All right. I don't care about cool. adjectives. I That's mean, fine. no, no disrespect to you. Whatever. Nah, just no. Um, what if what if DC hero? Nah, just stop it, please. Um, and then there's that one that came out recently. I don't remember if it's like a multiplayer game or it's something. It's like a Mario Party game, I yeah, think. What the yeah. fuck? Okay, whatever. Um, Slave Aspire. Yeah, this is alright. It's like a deck building game. We got we got two for next. We got Windjammers. Oh yeah, which is coming out October 23rd. Pretty keen. And an announcement for Windjammers two. Yeah, which is a Switch console exclusive. Mm-hmm. I believe so. At this stage, anyway, like yeah, it'll it'll. I think honestly, it'll be a time thing, but yeah, it'll come to other platforms. But um, like at this stage, it's exclusive, and that's neat. Had a fucking sweet anime trailer for it. This game has a campaign. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Like that's that's the one thing that's like stopped me from getting Windjammers originally. I was like, I'm never gonna play this with anyone else. I'm just gonna play yeah, this computer. exactly. It's gonna be fun. But I like the I like the idea. And I like the concept of it. Yeah. If this has a campaign, ah, oh, you better believe I'm there day one. Uh, we got our official tease for Terraria coming yes. to the Switch, yep. which is. I mean, Terraria's never been for me, especially not now that Starbound is out there. Why can't we have that on consoles? It's meant to be. It was. It was meant to be coming to PS4. Like it was. Uh, if there was an E3 or something where it was added as a trailer, like coming to PS4. I'm like, it's it's out in full on PC. Can we have it on PS4, please? You're right. It is better Terraria. <laughs> like no offense, Terraria. Like it's. I, I like Terraria, but like Starbound is much better. It's Terraria <laughs> in space. Yeah, and it has more. It has more. I mean, I haven't played recent Terraria. They have updated it a lot. True, but I just what I what I play at Starbound is just I get a ship. <laughs> it has, yeah, you get a ship, and it has quests. That's quests. You do, you, you've got objectives to complete. And I yeah. like that. I really that. like. I really like Starbound. But Terraria still for Switch is cool. Yeah. Um. God damn it. God damn it. Fine. <laughs> uh, then we got Prison Architect. Yes. Summer. You know. No, oh, it's about now DLC is coming yeah so Prison Architect got Shadow Drop during it yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's out now and then the last one was the Shadow Drop which is Morphe's Law which we've been watching yep for a couple of directs now yeah I, it's a, it looks like a neat little game I'd like to give it a go I think it'd be a fun game to play like have some friends over have a few drinks and play because yes. it's, it's super silly but you know you can still get into it I reckon it's not going to be a competitive Morphe's Law league or anything like that 
Um, Can I please have screen cheat on Switch? <laughs> fuck, that's... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm that guy. I'm the guy uh, that I don't want to be who's always like, but when's the Switch version? Do you know what you could do too? You could have an exclusive mode where you're playing in handheld and you see one other person's screen. So you you can only see one person's screen at a time. So you're going to try and hunt that specific person. So everyone's oh, trying to that, hunt one person. That's painful as fuck and I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's screen cheat, baby. Um, yeah, that would be fucking great. And there's no, I don't think in terms of buttons-wise, you could... You use Joy-Cons for it as well, I reckon. Yeah, those games don't need many buttons. It was like, you could shoot, you could move. Oh, you probably need a second thumbstick, I guess. To control, but I guess not. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. If you're playing a TV mode, that would sort of work. Yeah. All right. With... I was doing motion control. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. I'm like, like waving yeah. my hands around. For... It's like, yeah, you know, like that. So for all you audio <laughs> listeners, i.e. everyone else... Uh, that isn't, isn't Joel. You and I. Yeah. It isn't privy to Joel's eyesight just yep, now. Cool. I was like, oh yeah, cool. And everyone's like, what the fuck is he on about? What, what happened? I'm so, I forget sometimes. <laughs> uh, then, So that was it, basically it for that one, for yeah. the Gamescom sort of Nintendo Europe. Did not stream. like the voiceover for it. The lady. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It was a little bit grating. It was, it was it was English. It was the Euro- it was it was it was a little too. English it was the European Nintendo one, which is sort of like it's their own thing. I don't know. I just I was like, oh. I mean, in but, retrospect, I am also much just much more partial to the voice of the man on the Nintendo of America one, the Nindy stream. We didn't even get him this time. We didn't get Damon Barker this time, or Damon Baker. Is that his name? No, I like I like the guy we had this time. Oh, really? In the in, in, in the American one. Yeah, I, I liked him. He was okay. Oh, I think his oh. delivery wasn't as good as the other guy. Oh. The guy with the glasses. Oh, I see. I like him. Oh, no. His name's Damon Barker. Ba- Damon Baker. I don't know. I can't remember looking it up. You really shouldn't bring up names you're not willing to have them already. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm really... I just... I commit to things and I don't follow through with them. Man, if we had corrections, you'd be screwed. <laughs> oh, that's why we don't. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Nintendo of America. They had one this week for PAX West, or ahead of PAX West, where they mm-hmm. basically... Rattled off a slew of of nindies. It's a tight fifteen minutes. That, that's how yeah. you knew it was the American one because they used the word nindies. Yes. Yeah. So uh, again, in no specific order, we've got a bunch of games. We've got Hyperlight Drifter. Yes. We've. I'm not sure if we if we played it when we were doing the podcast. Had we? I don't remember. Yeah. No, we definitely have. Okay. It, it's I, really good. It's so good. It's. We've so talked good. about it a lot, but no, we definitely played it when. Yeah, because I. Yeah. No, we definitely. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> And we've talked. We have talked about it on the show before. Yeah, it's so. very good. Buy it on Switch. September sixth, that comes out. It comes with extra content as well. Yes, which is really neat. New like cape to help you find. Because some of the secrets in that game are a lot of very well hidden, mm-hmm. and it is nice to have a better option to find them. Yeah, um, I think. There's, was there a new area or was like a new mode as well? There's like a a tower attack. Yeah, I think, I think there's called. some sort of like wave thingy where you yeah. fly through enemies. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we've got Towerfall, including all expansions, on September twenty seventh. This is a perfect Switch perfect game. Perfect fit. Perfect fit, and I includes I, both Madeline and Badalyn from Celeste. I love that it's like canon now that her name is Badalyn. That's the fucking best. Brilliant, yeah. Celeste. Brilliant game. Yes, so good, so good. Obviously, for those of you who don't know, the the team who made Celeste also made Teleport. Yeah, or Matt makes or games. Matt makes games. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is by him, and it's coming to Switch. It's been on PS4 for a while and PC, and it's such a good and, game. And was it on Ouya? It was on Ouya. Oh, it started Ouya. on Ouya. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Found greener um, pastures though, thankfully. Yeah, no, this is a perfect Switch game. I think this would be the perfect game just to have downloaded on on your on your Switch and like maybe, you're maybe hanging out with friends. Play it in breaks, but yes. in between Smash games when it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Or even like you know, you're out at a friend's place and you're like, 
you've got your switch in your bag and they're like, oh, we're going to do that. I'm like, Can I be, to be honest with you, Joel, at this point, like, we're going to hit a point where basically when we all hang out, we have to block our day out. Like, okay, this hour we play Smash, this hour we play Telefall, this, this two hours we play Mario Party. We have a schedule, like a streaming schedule, but <laughs> yeah. we're not streaming to anyone. No, it's, it's like, us. when yeah. I fit all these multiplayer games in, we have to yep. like, because it, it, there's so much good shit to yeah. play with your friends. So much good. And so much stuff that works really yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, then there was, there was Treasure Stack, which is a neat looking treasure game. Kind of like the look of that. Sort of Tetris-ish, where you can, your little avatar character mm. in, in the Tetris game can like, manipulate where the blocks fall the chest yeah fall. and you can manipulate um With like a chain or something i think they describe it as like part um block puzzler part platformer makes sense you're like climbing over things and unlocking and it looks like it's got like it's got multiplayer modes as yes. well so it looks like tetris attack and things like that which yeah. Is cool. uh, yeah uh zarbot which i don't really remember i can't remember that is either something about cubes oh the cube one yeah that's right yeah yeah that one's pretty cool oh yeah it looks pretty neat there's one with the big banana Sure. And it had like multiplayer modes where you could play as the banana. Sure. And it was like you hold the Joy-Con like I'm this. I'm just gonna keep saying sure. I'm pretty sure. That's <laughs> that one. And it was like this weird banana that like could fire lasers. We then got Mineko's Night Market. Fucking Mineko's Night Market. Let's go. Mineko's Night Market is gonna be a great game where you just have heaps of cats. 2019, Goaty, right there. Calling out. Sorry, Kingdom Hearts. Yep, sorry. Sorry, Cyberpunk. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Kingdom Hearts and is Cyberpunk if you come out. Do you have a fucking section of the game where I can fucking farm cats that look like cabbages? No. I mean, I don't know that, but it's there okay. are. They're in contention. It's okay, Metroid Prime 4. You're still my game of the year. <laughs> no, this is, it looks adorable. And it apparently does. they said something about like 20 hours of like story-driven campaign. And they showed a few mini-games to be able to do like... Yep. Cat races, racing one cats. <laughs> yes. Why not sumo wrestling? And it also looked like it had a, it had like woodcraft and stuff you could do to keep yeah. busy. Well, because it's called Mineko's yeah, Nightmark, so, so I think you it's can sort of like Moonlighters. Yeah, we can like craft stuff and like sell it. They That's had like a show brilliant. Game. Yeah, I'm so in, and it was all like it, was, that. All needs to be mechanics in the new Animal Crossing. Oh, the, the, <laughs> look! If this is good, I might not need an Animal Crossing. You do. Yeah, I do need an Animal Crossing, and, unless it says KK Slider. I need. I need everyone's favorite naked dog that plays guitar. I need. I need my. I need Tom Nook to like just to fleece me consistently. You need, you need Mr. Rossetti. Fucking don't even <laughs> move on. Uh, we got an announcement for Samurai Gun Two. I heard the first one was fun. It was yeah, like a multiplayer party. I've game. watched plenty of let, like yeah, true. YouTube let's players, and it looked yeah. incredible. Very keen for a, a sequel. It's got an adventure mode now yes. with co-op. Really cool. Uh, same, and it still has like the multiplayer mode where you, you get three bullets per life as well as your sword to yep. just win. Yep, to kill your friends. It's one of those yeah arena party games. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, we got a trailer for Bullet Age, which looked like a two-player sort of platformer hack and slash game I don't know yeah like, I think they, style looked cool I think they mentioned maybe Metroidvania at some point I don't know but it's, at this point Metroidvania is just like it's becoming white noise it's a roguelike I, it's, it's like roguelike yeah I see a game for Switch and I'm like yeah it's probably a Metroidvania mm-hmm. it does look really cool though I'm, and it comes yeah, it out fairly soon oh no November November I which, it was that's, honestly that's pretty soon yeah true uh, there's the world next door which mm. Looked like a pretty cool sort of. It's had like that has like a visual novel side to it, and then combat's like a match. Color yeah, puzzler. So you, it's there's like runes on the ground, and like you have to match runes up to cast spells to damage the other player, and you can dodge and stuff. I'm like, this seems really cool. Yeah, it looks cool, and it's like it's uh, yeah, the art style's really interesting as well. Um, yeah, definitely keen for that. We got our <laughs> our sub for Mario Maker, which is Levelhead. 
Now, this is really interesting. The trailer looked good. It looked so. Fun. The guys that made this, Butterscotch Shenanigans, I follow on Brilliant everything. Name. Yeah, and they're awesome. There is also a documentary. I don't know how to watch it. I think you have to watch it on a specific platform. Um, this is the one I, I don't know if I brought it up before. When I was, have I spoke to you about Crashlands that I played on my yes. mobile? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. This is the same developer of Crashlands. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I'm buying this then. Yes. So this is by the guys. So I'm I'm going to buy this, even though I'm probably not going to play that much, because I want Crashlands on the Switch. Because if that comes to the Switch, goodbye everything. Like, <laughs> I loved Crashlands. It was like a survival game that actually had objectives, and it wasn't super punishing, but it was punishing enough. Had boss fights. Um, Butterscotch Shenanigans make really, really weird and interesting games. And it was also by one of the guys who had cancer and wanted to make his one final game, which was Crashlands, and he yeah. made it, kicked cancer's ass, not once, but twice. That's a winner right there. Yeah, and he's they're fucking awesome dudes. And mm. so I'm really... Well, I'm, buying, I, I'm buying Levelhead. Yeah, when I saw Levelhead was coming, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's great. That's a really good yeah, idea. So it's basically a platformer with the Mario Maker-esque level building. Yep. So there'll be horrible nightmare creations on there. But there's also the mode that you can all you can have like a multiplayer co-op mode where you're all building a level together at the same time. <laughs> that's absolutely coming to the next Mario Maker. Yeah, fucking 100%. I wouldn't be surprised <sighs> if maybe Nintendo like bought out Ronald Scott shenanigans and get them as a... Got them on side. Uh, Nintendo's not... Nah. N- Nintendo's just like... Yeah, we'll, we'll, just, we'll, we'll play ball with the indies, but yeah. we don't need you. But if we want one of the ideas, it's ours now. Yeah. <laughs> Is Nintendo now? I mean, like like most AAA guys. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Indie did it. Well, that's ours now. Yeah, very true. Uh, then we got King of the Hat, party brawler game <laughs> with pretty cool. very simple controls. Yep. Objective is simple. Everyone in the game has hats. Yep. You're going to knock the hat off your enemy, then jump on the hat. This would be fun, I reckon, if you were sitting around and you played a bit of Smash. Slotted in between Smash and Mario Party. Or even <laughs> if you were sitting there and you're just like, I really don't feel like playing Smash tonight, I don't feel like this. Or like, we need a breather. You go, it's, if they price it right, like 6 or $7, to be like, yeah, I'll download that. It'll take about <laughs> half an hour to download it at, ma- at most, and then just jump in and play a few rounds of that. Joel? Yep. Then we've got our most anticipated game. <laughs> I don't know, Mineko's No Mark is pretty high up there, but I am very excited for this. Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Goose I've been, Game. I've been watching this game since that very first like little gameplay demo came out. It went viral as like, well. There I was... need this. It's by House House. Yes. Who are Australia, I'm pretty sure. I think so. They worked on something that I've played. I'm going to Google them. All right, cool. Because I've definitely, I, I, I definitely recognize the name. Yeah. Because basically, like, if... Um... If you don't know anything about uh, about Untitled Goose Game, uh, which I really hope is the full title, I really, I really want do. that to be the name of the game so I badly. Honestly, do um, so they um, this is the game where you play as a goose, uh, who is just the biggest asshole in the history of the world. Um, he's basically out there to to cause trouble and maybe uh, just make everyone's. I think the trailer <laughs> says something about like making everyone's day a living hell, basically. They, they made Push Me Pull You. Oh, cool. I heard good things about that. It's a fun game to watch. Yeah, actually, that makes sense. The art style is very similar. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so... Uh, Untitled Goose Game. Oh, man. Sorry, we just looked at their Twitter. Yeah, there we are. Melbourne. Based in Melbourne. Their Twitter banner is fucking awesome, by the way. Oh god, I love that so much. I can't just be a goose and just wreak havoc and like take sandwiches and take keys and just be a pest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I love it. Like I love the part where in the trailer where he's got like the soap and all the clothes in the water. Oh yeah, and he's like, 
like slowly ducking down and then like there's a human and they go don't don't and you just drop it in and it crossed off an objective it's like <laughs> do the washing and I'm like oh you little fucker it and like it sort of reminds me of I'm gonna I, I don't think it's in any way comparable to it but little things like that it remind that is sort of what I was hoping Goat Simulator would be then Goat Simulator yeah. got really weird yeah, but go- I feel like th- this this is like stuff like that like different washing like that yeah Think of the other cool objectives and fun objectives they could give you to do as a goose. And I hope they they put an endpoint to it. Like they make it like a like like a five hour experience, yeah, even that. Yes. Like and have it like a narrative. It's like this one day of this goose. Yeah. And maybe the townspeople do get their their maybe. revenge. They get they they get not too get, dark, too dark. Not revenge, but they they do like they, they capture it a little bit. Or maybe the, the goose has a change of heart. Maybe there's like a loving story. Maybe there. A, he's got a he's got a character arc. Oh man, I hope so. Redemption arc. I fucking hope so. That'd be so good. Either way, that's Untitled Goose Game, and that looks amazing. It's yep. uh, there's an amazing tweet that I retweeted. You can go look at my timeline if you want to see it. It's so good. It's about it's a sort of story of how this game got its publisher, and yep. it's pretty funny. Yeah, I honestly recommend looking it up. Uh, that sort of did it for the main presentation. Uh, then we had um, had like a, a I guess a, a sizzle reel. Yep. And I'll just rattle off some of these games. We had uh, Desert Child, still looks really good. It's amazing. Wasteland Two Director's Cut. Yep. Bastion and uh, Transistor. Interesting. Both incredible games. Come mm-hmm. to Switch. Don't miss them. Undertale finally has a date. Fuck September yeah. 18th. Jack Pack's Party Pack 5. Uh, Dragon Marked for Death. Looks like a sort of beat em up. Yep. Light Fighters. Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. That's really cool. That's a very cool game. I remember. It's a very I cool game. I played it on mobile and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good soundtrack. Very good very soundtrack. Good art There's style. a reason why it's called Sword and Sorcery EP, EP which is yeah. really good. Uh, apparently, won't have Twitter integration though, oh. because Twitter. I think it was the devs who said that Twitter is essentially a toxic wasteland. Okay, fair, yeah. fair enough. Good for it's, them. it's not great. Yep, good for them. Uh, and then, of course, that wasn't it. They had their shadow drop at the end that you mentioned. Into mm-hmm. the Breach is Into now available breach. on Switch. Yeah, Again, incredible game. Pick it up. That came out of nowhere. So, such I didn't a, think it was going to happen. Yeah, such a cool announcement. It, just the announcement itself of being like from the creators of FTL pop up. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, into, into the breach, the breach on Switch. And then like yeah, to go that extra step and be like, hey, that now. Yeah, go go get it. Do it. Do it. Do it. But yeah, that's sort of it. That was the, that was the indie roundup for those two particular directs. Man, so many good indie games coming. So excited. That's not even like. Focusing on the fact that there was like a teaser trailer for like the Binding of Isaac there's, stuff. There's stuff from happening PAX at, at PAX right now. Yeah. Untitled Goose Game is right there. It's playable there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, La Molana 2. Yep. Uh, we've seen some Spelunky 2 gameplay yes, now. Yes, I haven't watched uh, that yet. Travis Strikes Back got a date. Yes. And what was there was another game that it was getting a sequel. Uh, uh, Risk of Rain. Oh, yeah. Risk of Rain 2. Risk of Rain 2. So, like, stuff okay. is still happening at PAX as we speak. It's insane. Is that Risk of Rain came to the Switch, didn't it? No. I thought it did. Yeah. I played Risk of Rain on PS4. Yeah. I thought it came out for the Switch and I was like, because I or thought about buying it. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I thought about buying it on PS4. I I, it, was like, it was on PC. Because I, I bought it on PC when I originally bought it. Yeah, it's got I, co-op as well. I definitely bought it on PS4. Yeah. Because we, we were always going to play co-op and then we never did. But, well, because I got mad at it. <laughs> That's fair. Because it's a yeah. roguelike. It's real hard. Uh, uh, but I mean, uh, you know what? This will probably come to Switch. Yep. And I assume the first one will probably as well. Why, yep. why not? Double pack it. Packing. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's for that's for cool. Nintendo Nindies. Blah blah. Alrighty. So I have a, a headline for my next one. Okay. A legit dope or no one. Okay. Alright. Okay. 
interesting bit of information here. Uh, the Master Chief Collection, Quantum Break, Snake Pass, and Onrush coming to Games Pass in September. What say you? I'm gonna say nope. That's that's fair. I just wanted to bring that up because like it's exciting. Those all those other games are exciting, but I, it's interesting that Onrush is coming there because if that gets enough people play, like because that might be the thing that will get people to play that game to check it out. All those people that were like, oh, I want to get it, but mm, it came out at a bad time, or this is not the right, not the right price. I mean, or, or it could like. be, it could also be it. <laughs> well, that's true. But I think it, I think like it'll definitely get some life out of it. Mm-hmm. Like like games got a plus and they do they they, oh. they get a they get like a booster. I might fucking download it. I'm I'm gonna check because I played the beta. I'm, I'm, I'm curious really... about I'm curious about Quantum Break. <laughs> well, that too. I actually I really <laughs> want to play Quantum Break. It's gonna be a big download though. It is because that's got a fucking TV show attached it to does. it as well. Um, <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's gonna be like that's a good fifty gig. I'd say at least. Um, but yeah, and and also the Master Chief Collection is is gonna be eight hundred thousand gig. Because it's got yep. the new patch. It's going to have all the new. Because it's in it. it's it's got it's first of all it's four Halo games. Yeah, well that's it, and all their respective multiplayers, and two of which are remastered as well, and yep. one of which was an Xbox One game. No, four was three. Four was three sixty. Yeah, cool. Halo Five was the only yeah. Xbox One one. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, I mean, side note: Do you think they'll add ODST and Reach to nope. that collection? Nope. Interesting. It's a Master Chief collection. True, <laughs> but like, Re- no. yeah, if you're if you're asking me if I think ODST or or Reach will come to pass, I think they will. I don't think they'll have multiplayer. Yeah, but I think the campaigns will come. Which that's all I care. I'm 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 actually going to download the going to attempt to download the Master Chief Collection, but um, I that'll wanna, be that'll be a solid week for you. I want to play through the campaign. I want to see what it's all about because people do say that they have you not played Halo. But I've played Maybe some. If you do it. When you get it, let me know. Maybe I'll get some gold. Because I've got Master Chief Collection here on disc. Maybe I'll play through with you. Okay. They're, they're good. Yeah. I honestly... I didn't like Halo 4's campaign that much, mm. but... Its cutscenes were gorgeous, though. They, they were. The game mm. itself was gorgeous. Mm. I won't deny that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Squeezing a lot of uh, detail out of that um, Xbox oh, yeah. 360. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well, I mean, if you hit me up when you do that. Oh, All right. God, we have so many games to play, John. Yeah. It's never, it's never gonna we still haven't played Left 4 Dead 2 yet. We haven't played Left 4 Dead 2 yet. We haven't. Like, we haven't. And there's, I, there's, we're on the precipice I could go get my, of Spider-Man. I could go get my laptop. Like, Spider-Man's around the corner. Yeah, I know, but I could go get my laptop, so no, I'm going to play some of the things we I want to play some Smash, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but wait, okay. That's, that's it? That's all I wanted to all say. Right. I just thought it was interesting that yeah. on, on Rush was coming. I mean, so. I, I want to piggyback on that and say, not the full story, but Destiny 2 is coming to Plus. It's on Plus yeah, right now. That's it. They, they launched it straight away. That is interesting. Very, very, very smart move, I think. Um, it's going to get some people to buy Forsaken. Uh-huh. Uh, I honestly watched the launch trailer and was like, you know what? When Forsaken is on sale, yeah. now that I just own a digital copy of Destiny 2, maybe I'll look into it. Normally, I feel bad about saying, oh, maybe I'll get it when it's on sale. But I'm like, that's ah, Activision. Bungie and Activision are fine. I'm like... It's, it's, it's Activision Blizzard. Activision Blizzard. Yeah, that's it. Like, you know, they're fucking fine. They got nothing to worry they're, about. They're fucking rolling in it do you it's have totally do you have any do you have many more headlines or is that it for you I think that's it for me okay then I'll just I'll, I'll rapid fire my two headlines alright cool uh Streets of Rage and Onimusha are back fucking yeah that's right I haven't even watched either of those yet like I've watched the trailer for Onimusha yeah no, I, hear the street, I hear the Streets of Rage one is 
fucking cool. It's dope. It's, 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 okay, cool. it's, it's, dope. it's, it's a headline, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. I, like, it's dope, but so, like... Uh, I'll start off with one that I know the most about, which is, I mean, I haven't played it, mm-hmm. but Onimusha. Right. It's, I mean, these these both pertain to Michael Huber for me, yes, otherwise. they do. He, he's a man, he's, he's gone to, he's got too much power. He has. He must be stopped. He needs it. He's got Shenmue 3, he's got Shenmue HD collection, he's got Resident Evil 2 remake. Now he's got a new Streets of Rage. So he can play he's, Brad, yep. He's got, a, he's got bloody Onimusha's coming yep, back. that's it. That's, I, I don't know how he hasn't exploded yet. I, I don't know how, like, local man explodes from excitement. Is, like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Anyway. I do appreciate that he's just now just tweeting out what everyone wants now. <laughs> just to see what happens. <laughs> they should set it as a Patreon like, tier. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you kick in this much, Shiva yeah. will read your dream. Yeah, exactly. He'll tweet your dream into VR. It's like a wishing well, <laughs> like, basically. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a terrible idea. Like, I saw one of his tweets which is like, Castlevania reboot, uh, <laughs> fantasy star. There's a bunch of his... <laughs> Just franchise titles. <laughs> He's but gone mad with power. It would be good if they did like an extra live stream <laughs> and have it as like a, if you donated a certain amount, you got Michael Huber to read out <laughs> your wish online. He'll try to like bring it's, your wish to life. Yeah, it's the wishing well tier. Yeah, for sure. I Amazing. like that. Uh, but yeah, so Onimusha, uh, this one actually kind of gets me excited because I've never played this series, but it's sort of, it's a spin-off from Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Apparently it was originally going to be like Sengoku Biohazard. It was going to be like Resident Evil Samurai stuff. Alright. So yeah, fixed cameras, samurais, Senate Fair. Uh, it's, a, it's a remaster of the first one. Okay. I think it has more modern control, sort of similar to how Resident Evil Remake did. They you still have like tank controls. I assume it still has tank controls, but then like the more modern ones. Yeah. Uh, it's coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Cool. I think oh. Switch might be digital only, but either way. It's fine. I'm, I'm buying this on it's a PS, I think it's a PS2 game. Yeah. I'm buying this on Switch, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to check this out. I, yeah. I hear there's such good things about Onimusha. So. Samurais are in, man. They are. Fucking hell, they are. There's Sekiro. We've got this now. We've got fucking... Um, the one, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah, Streets Streets of Rage 4. Mm-hmm. That one is 24 years so it's been since the last Streets of Rage game. So, you know, whatever, just casually. Yeah. So that's why I'm super sus on Michael Huber's powers. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 24 years. Yeah. Who was just sitting there going, you know what? Still a, still a series of Rage. Still a Rage again. I uh, mean, they did with Double Dragon last year. Last year or the year before. No. Yeah, but that sort of didn't... didn't. I don't know. I, it was very forgettable in out. my opinion. Well, because they, they, they did too. They did the, the Double Dragon Neon. And then there was five. And then there was like four. 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 Yeah, I think it was four. four. Yeah. Four. Let's go with four. It's it's locking in four. Yeah, done. All right. Uh, but yeah, so this one is being developed by uh, Lizard Cube. Okay. Who have developed games such as Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap, which came out last year, and Guard Crush. Well, hang on. Oh, it's a co-production from Lizard oh. Cube, the developer of them, and Guard Crush, who made Streets of Fury, and the publisher is Dot Emu. Dot oh. Emu, who did uh, Wonder Boy and Windjammer as yep. a publisher. Cool. So yeah, still beat him up. There's a it's. It's really early days. The trailer doesn't tell you much, but either way, the main the headline of that is Streets of Rage is back. Yeah, and I don't know how. Yeah, like fucking why not? I why mean, not? I could I could probably think of some reasons, but I was just I mean I don't understand. If you think of it, and I know this is like fucking like a broken record, but Streets of Rage was known for like two player like beat 'em up combat. Fucking the Switch has two Joy Cons. It's like a fucking perfect fit. It is. Um. Yeah, it makes sense for it to be back. 
And these days, most people have at least like two Xbox controllers or two PlayStation controllers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, absolutely. Yeah. I see that point for for sure. I just would never, I would have, would never picked a Streets of Rage game. Nostalgia. Twenty four years. Get that nostalgia. But yeah, that's it's, it is bizarre. You're right, hundred percent. Marco Huber is out of control. Yeah, he must be stopped. He is. No, don't. No, true. Like, will Castlevania into existence? Do it for Brad and do it yeah, for us. Do, do <laughs> burnout, burnout, new burnout. Go. I think a burnout's coming though. I fucking do too, and I just because <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. Kill I'm gonna flip a table that day. Uh... That happens. Just... But yeah, those are my headlines. Cool. Awesome. Alrighty. Cyberpunk, man. Cyberpunk. It seems. We watched Cyberpunk be played for 48 minutes, oh, and it was great. I want to watch it again, Clarence. I want to as well. I've just, honestly, I've just, the the best part of that being out, I can just look up GIFs now. Yeah, true. I can just, like, watch a GIF and be like, oh, that was so cool. I just, I just like watching the world unfold around me. That's yeah. what I like. Okay. I'm like, oh. Oh, boy, I'm so excited. Whenever that game comes out. In the future. <laughs> yeah. In twenty seven. In twenty seven seven. It's not the subtitle. It's the that's know, the, that the release that was there the whole time. Yeah, the game's just called Cyberpunk. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe we'll come out seven seven twenty seventh of the seventh twenty twenty. Joel, if that fucking happens, I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> I I just like, my brain sort of like opened up. I was like, oh, fuck. They, it, it was they, it's, the, it's the gif of the guy. I was just like. Yeah, the head yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was exactly it. Oh god. It, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe if Huber says it, it'll maybe, happen. Like Skyrim launched on eleven, eleven, eleven. Don't. Yeah, don't. <sighs> <sighs> this segment is over. Yep, done. <laughs> All right. Well, we're almost there, Karen. We're almost at the home stretch. But I think it's time. We kicked it into the bonus round. Bonus round. The bonus round, of course, is our question and answer segment uh, where we take your questions from the listeners, you guys out there, and uh, answer them on the show. Uh, we've got a few this week. Uh, two from one person, one from another person. I'm going to start off with the the, sing- the singular one because there's a bit of a story behind this gentleman. It's a question from the one, the only, Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick. Good friend of the show, good friend of ours, amazingly talented artist, and now followed by... Aaron Hansen from the Game Grumps, and also got a tweet back from him. Um, Amazing. Aaron Hansen's a cool dude. Just about, he's a cool dude. Sean's a cool dude. And Sean's a cool dude. They should be friends. And then that way we could be friends with both Sean and Aaron Hansen. <laughs> We're blessed to be friends with Sean. We are. We are. Please. Yes. Please remember <laughs> us. Do not forget us, Sean. Please. We love. I swear we'll have you on the show one day, and it won't be just because you know Aaron Hansen anymore. <laughs> that's not. That's not the reason. Um, no, of course we love Sean. He's an amazing person. Has designed all our graphic design work. You for both all... need to play more Akami. Ah, oh, we do. And then, you know, just you know, just you know, it just makes sense. You know, it just Tell makes sense. Them. You know, it just makes sense. <laughs> you know, it just makes sense. God. Um. But yes, designer of all our wonderful graphic design work, uh, amazing artist, uh, and we love him dearly. Very big supporter of the show, and we, um, all jokes aside, really do love him. So he asks us, never mind specs, what is your favourite console to physically look at? So by aesthetics alone. I really like looking at the Switch. The Switch is nice. It's a sleek piece of like uh-huh. actual tech. Yep. Very different from a Nintendo anything, really. Yep. 
it didn't look like a toy. Yeah. Which is what Nintendo consoles usually look like. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the PS2. The look of the PS2. Like the OG one or the Slim? Probably the OG one. Really? I just, I like it. It's like that solid. Big I rectangle? Yeah, but I like when I'm buying something like that, I want to look at I'm buying something. And do you love the original Xbox One? I Look. <laughs> But I don't want to buy a VCR. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't want to buy a PlayStation Three that looks like a fucking bread maker. Like I don't love a George Foreman one. The George Foreman bread maker. Yeah, I don't want to go that far. But like, you know, it's a nice little meaty looking thing. Sure, I like it. It's nice. I mean, apart from the Switch, mm. I for some reason I don't know why. Yeah, because really, I I can see why you like the list of things you'd be like, but it looks like shit. I like the GameCube. I was going to bring up the GameCube. I, love, I really love it. I love the handle. I love the handle. I love all the color schemes they released for it. I want I want an orange GameCube I like, so badly. Again, just to go completely against what I just said, I like that it is this little tiny little cube. It's just a, it is a GameCube. It's a little cube. It is what it is called. It has, and this, I guess, can count into the aesthetics. It has, like, the best startups, like, sound. Oh, for... The sound is starting the GameCube, and then the old version. Yeah, and all the fucking memes. memes. Yeah. Oh, man. The Africa version cracks me up every time. Like, so many hundreds of hours of hearing that GameCube boot up into Smash Bros. <laughs> Melody. Boom. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. I'm playing a fucking GameCube. Go, little cube, go. I love you. Yeah, I love my GameCube. The little ATI Radeon sticker down the bottom as well. Oh, man. The little, like, land slot underneath the Mario Kart yes. Double Dash that nothing really used. Yep, that's it. 100%. Uh, but yeah, no, I really like the look of a GameCube. I, I was thinking that. I'm like, what did I say? And then you brought it up. I'm like, fuck yeah, GameCube is I am, I'm a huge GameCube apologist. Yep, yep. I didn't... Well, I played a fair bit on it. I, yeah. know, I know that it wasn't their most successful console. No. Fuck, I loved it. But it's, yeah. It was also the last time I really tried in the tech department as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hmm, what else is there out there? There's a lot. I really love the Ouya. Um, <laughs> I can't even, can't even keep a straight face. Don't even say that. I can't even keep a straight face with the Ouya. Um, I like the Game Boy Pocket. The Game Boy Pocket. Okay. It was nice. Like, was the Advance? Or the Advance the... SP as well. Okay, yeah, the Advance SP, yes. Yeah. I like the shape of the Advance, the original one. I like it. Yeah, the SP always felt weird. I yeah. Like, having held one, it's kind of like, I don't know. Again, it's my it's my stupid hands. I'm yep. like, you're so small. But backlight, that's the thing. Backlight's big that's, bonus. Yeah, that was that My was Game Boy big... Pocket would need a bunch of horrible attachments to, oh, see, to see at night. <laughs> the curly light thing you plug it. Yeah. And the big, yeah. like, magnifying screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disaster. Oh, boy. Um, well, having said that, I do like the, like the Game Boy Colors. Yeah, there were some nice ones. Like, the Game Boy Colors were nice. Yeah. I'm a fan for just the plain purple one, honestly. Yep. Or the teal. Yeah. Yep. Teal yep. was nice. Um, the Dreamcast was nice. Dreamcast was nice, actually. Dreamcast was a lot of things except a successful console. Yeah. If only they just... That one little loophole. About they got like, that part right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else is out there that I really like. I think I think the Switch, you're right, the Switch is I mean, what, the best looking console on the market at the moment. Most recent, uh, it's sort of cheating because it's limited edition, but man, that 500mm PS4 for translucent yep. blue. Ooh, a baby. Nice looking. I have a PS4. controller for it on lay-by, and I'm just going to stare at it. I'm probably not going to use it. I'm just going to look at it. Yeah. 
Just put it in a glass cabinet. Like, this is a nice controller. No, have it in case of emergency. <laughs> in case of really good Sony exclusive. <laughs> no, in case, no, in case of in case of Dark Souls emergency. In case of secure emergency. Secure emergency. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, yeah. No, I. I really you like can probably make a whole other list of that, but limited edition yeah, consoles. Well, I like that the PS4 are the um, the Spider-Man PS4. There's been some good Oof. PS4s. Oof. The fucking God of War one was good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just this year. Um, pity they can't get controllers right. No, they mm. cannot. Although the the plain color ones that they've been doing have been really yeah. nice. And again, that translucent one they had the, also the PS one one was mm. good. I like my sunset orange one. It's just for the the the, the game limited edition controllers. Yeah. The limited edition ones just sucks. They're like, they what suck. if we put stickers on it? No, oh, you've screwed. The Destiny two one was fucking garbage. It was ugly as shit. It was so. And, and I, think I don't they, care what anyone says. The Darth Vader one. Yeah. From a console? Yeah. No, just get that out of here. I don't hate it. I do. I don't entirely hate it. It was an insult to my eyes. Well, if we're talking about good colours of controllers, and my fucking pink and green neon Switch Joy-Cons. Italian Chef Kiss. (laughs) That's my new thing, by the way. I say Italian Chef. Okay, that definitely... I actually think I stole it from Broad, but... Oh, he... Anyway, he's going to get you. He's back to... I know. Oh, he's got he's got a whole bunch of catching up to do. Just I'm expecting like a tersely worded email from him. You get an essay. Yeah, I'm totally okay with it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, well, thank it's you very much, Sean, for your question. Bro was cheeky this week. Speaking of which, exactly. Bro was cheeky because the next two questions are from him. One of which piggybacking off Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick himself. Uh, so Broad, uh, Broderick Gordes, amazing person, uh, co-host of the Hunting Seasons podcast with uh, Damask. Amazing podcast about TV series uh, where they sort of take a TV series and take it, break it down season by season. Um, it's really great. They know their shit. I, I really love their show. Absolutely. Really and, and if you follow Broad on social media, bear with him for the next month. He's going to yeah. be very on edge. He's a big Richmond supporter and the finals are coming up. Yep. We're uh, all, bra- as, as his friends, we're all bracing ourselves. Yeah, we yeah. are. It's sort of like, uh, I hope my team bombs out so that he can win so that he is happier. <laughs> <laughs> My I'm, team will bomb out because they are... I don't know how they got in there at all. I'll be there just going, yay, go sports. Sports, um, ball, sports, ball. Sports, but yeah, ball. No, I'm, missing, I'm missing the sports I actually kind of give a shit about in Melbourne this weekend. I don't... I know. Tomorrow morning, I think, is Dragon Ball Fighters, and I really wanted to go. And there's a whole bunch of Overwatch today. There's the was. Melbourne Esports Open this weekend. Smash is on... I think Smash was today. Spider-Man's playable Spider-Man's playable, yeah. Damn, my cry is playable at Madfest. Yeah. And I tell you what, I was like... Could I stretch and go on Sunday and just <laughs> like why are you on the mad fest? Play Dub My Cry Five. Do you want to do you want to see any anyone? I just want to play Dub My Cry. Five. I just want to play Dub My Cry. As it comes out in May. Pull my pull uh, my March. devil trigger. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to pull my devil trigger. Bang bang bang. Pull my devil trigger. Anyway, anyway. question. Broad, we love you. He has an amazing show. He does. Go and listen to Hunty Seasons. It's fantastic. Send your, Damask, send uh, your positive thoughts to the, to the Tigers into the... Into yes, the, and also that. Into the world. Unless you actually do follow for AFL and you have a sports team, then... Support the Tigers anyway. Yeah, you won't. You'll probably just be like, fuck, bro, he's a fucking <laughs> Richmond supporter. Oh, I like the Fremantle love... Dockers. No one likes the Dockers. No, I know. That's why I chose it. That's why I chose the stupid person with the stupid back That's voice. fair. Yeah. I love your stupid voice. Yeah, exactly. Very distinct. Yeah. This is my Docker's supporter voice. It's your everything voice. Yeah, exactly. It's my it's stupid voice. Yeah. yeah. I get a lot of word use out of it. Anyway, Brod, piggybacking off Sean's question, says, conversely, what's the ugliest console? 
and he says, I vote the original DS design. And I think he's pretty right the there. D- the original DS is hideous. It's gross. It is ugly, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. Yep. It wasn't backlit. Nope. It was gross. Nope. And the revision, like the DS Lite, yep. beautiful. And like we both had one of those clamshell ones, too. I remember buying mine. I have mine still. I bought mine in Boxing Day sale, and I got it with Mario Kart. Do you know why I was so excited to get it? Why? Do you remember what it came with? What the DS Lite? No, the the DS. The DS. What did it come with? It came with the, like the the mission for for um Metroid Prime Hunters. Oh, that's that's right. how they locked me in. Now, like, wow, I guess I got to do it. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna play Metroid Prime Hunters, Karen. Remember that game? <laughs> it, had really, it had surprisingly good multiplayer it and, was that, actually, and that is the compliment I have for that game <laughs> I remember the day that came out driving everyone around in the car and you were all playing it and I'm like I have to fucking drive everyone because at the time I was the only one who had the, like a driver's license Sucker, that's what you have for having your shit together mate yeah I know how dare I be a good friend and drive all my friends around I think we went to X-Men that day as well potentially which, like which, X- which X-Men was that was it 3 it must have been 3 oh that's bad oh that's a bad day Bad day. Metro Prime Hunters wasn't that great. It wasn't that. Yeah, it's a bad day. And the DS, original DS, was ugly. Retroactively, that's a real bad day. At the, at the time, we were like, "Fucking best day ever." Yeah, but no, bad day. Uh, mm. ugly hardware. American Super Nintendo. Yep, Gross. don't like it at all. Do not care what anyone else says. You're wrong. Boring. boring. Rectangle, purple, and grey, and will snore. It looks like <laughs> it looks like it's it was half finished. They didn't chip off the rest of the casing of it. It's so dumb. I could normally nominate a bunch of the old Segas as well, especially the yeah. the ones that are just a towering monstrosity. <laughs> yeah, like the the <laughs> Sega 32X CD, chink, 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 like yeah. the two Voltron together. Yep, basically. Uh, I hate looking at. You, you said the OG PS3 earlier, the George Foreman Grill. Yeah, the, yeah, that one was awful. I have one too. Xbox One, ugly VCR. The Xbox One, but going back to Sean's question though, the Xbox One X looks gorgeous. One and X and One S. Yes, and One S. I, I particularly like the Xbox One X because it's still like I'm going back on what I said before about buying a big thing. I like the chunky PS2. Okay, that's I really, all I, like. I really <laughs> I like that. That's, like, that's your blanket statement. I, I like, like the chunky PS2. I like the chunky PS2. <laughs> Uh, PSP Go. Oh, gross. Yeah, uh, gross. Gross little thing. That's real gross. Oh, man, so... What about... It's not technically a... Was it console? The Virtual Boy? Oh. <laughs> uh, technically it was. Oh, oh hideous. Oh, jeez. Bad, bad, bad. No, thank you. Um, pass. <laughs> it's a hard pass. Come on, man. We've got to say it. Wii U. Oh, The gamepad... Yeah. Is not a nice thing to look at. It looks like a Fisher Price toy, and the the actual console itself was sort of just a curved Wii. I've seen Leapfrog toys that look better than oh than the Wii U. This has got this got brutal. I mean, look, I, it's tr- some of that I, Leapfrog shit looks cool. I know. I'm not. I'm, I look, looks dope. The Wii U was bad. Yep. And it honestly, like some, like because I look at it, we're gonna look at it when I fire a smash, and it's just like. Oh. Oh. It's a, every time, anytime someone brings up the Wii U, it's always followed by. Oh, God. <laughs> At like, least we got the Switch. It's yeah, and it's like it's also followed like cause that. Oh, is like made up of a whole bunch <laughs> of different things. The fact that the console looks ugly and it just was really confusing when it was like marketed. I'll in. never forget that reveal when it's they were like, so dumb. The entire reveal trailer was just gamepad, gamepad, gamepad. 
And then it ended with the name being Wii U. And I honestly was just like, is, is, this, a is this a peripheral? What's happening? What's going on? Yeah. Is and then like, there was a brief snippet of the box, but it looked like a Wii. And I was like, I still don't know. It's like, yeah. I'm and so was, confused. Like, the, the Wiimotes were still there. And like, like, I don't know what's happening here. But it's also like that, that sigh also comes with like, man, there's some really good games on the Wii U. I, I boot on my Wii U. It has Smash in it, which is yep. obviously incredible. Mm-hmm. It has basically every Metroid yep. made on it. Yep. And a bunch, like the Donkey Kong countries and like, my library is pretty strong. Like, there's heaps of good shit. But when I look at the Wii U, I'm like, can we just, like, take this and put it in the Switch? Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but anyway, I guess, like, we both own, like, a lot of, like... I, I The only Nintendo home console that I don't have is a original NES. I have one of those. I do not. It looks nice. I almost bought one in Japan just for display purposes. That's why the not? only reason why, why I was going to buy one. It was I'm... like, this doesn't have any cables or anything. I'm like, I don't care. This needs to exist. Like, I'm, I don't, I, I've got a, SNES, a NES and a SNES. So yeah, like... exactly. Like, I, I, my, I had my original SNES. I'm happy with that. So, that's fine. Um, but yes, speaking of things that we keep, though, Brod also asks us another question. That was my that was my setup, and then Good. I forgot I was setting up a, a segue, and I completely <laughs> forgot. Nice one. Um, go I'm, brain. I'm glad you brought it up. Go brain. Um, he also asks us this week: What do you do with games when you finish them? Do you trade them in? Do you keep them? How likely are you to go back to a game and play it again? Um, this question could have been answered very differently. I would say five, six years ago. Um. <laughs> Where, like, the last part of the question, anyway, about um, replaying games and whatnot. Uh, because I feel like I do would potentially have thought about going back and playing through games again and and um, the games that I really loved. And I have done it from time to time, but never... I don't think I've ever, like, double-finished a game. Really. Oh, I mean, Yoshi's on, but there was a big gap between there when I did that. But yeah, what what what's what's your protocol for games? I mean, it goes game to game. Yeah, like I haven't traded much in lately, but most of the stuff I bought has been great. Yeah, and I mean, I might not go back to it, but I also might. Exactly, that's the thing. I I think it's I think that's a, a testament to how much I enjoy a game is if I've if, I, if I've kept it. To be well, honest, maybe maybe I'll go back and platinum it. I don't yeah, know. yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh man, you know. Got like you know Wolfenstein's over there still. Oh, Doom's still sitting there. And I did go back through Doom actually, and it was a, probably a mm. recent uh, version of that that I hadn't finished it. Went back and restarted it, and finished it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it, I, I think it's, it's it's also a different story these days in terms of like the digital age. Yes, that's another thing because I mean because of these good sales, I have purchased a lot of games mm-hmm. digitally. Yeah. So and I'm, and those those are, I have those now. There's and, no way I can get rid of them. Yeah. And everyone with a Steam library has definitely got yes just a fucking abundance of titles. I'm one of a, I'm one of those idiots who like like back in the day when I had when I had way more money than cents. Mm-hmm. Like when I was living probably a much cushier life at home, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I didn't really have to worry about bills or rent or anything. Yep. I'd be like Steam sale. Steam games are sort of like Pokemon. I guess I got to buy all these games. Yeah, like, and then they even put in like, trading cards to go with yeah, them as like, well. Yeah, i got to buy these games too. Um, oh, I, mine all come from Humble Bundles. Because when Humble it. Bundle came out, that was like a thing. I'm like, man, look at all these sick indie games that are all together and I can pay what I want for them. This is dope. I can give them to charity. <laughs> no, my mine was always at least $15. I'm joking. $15 to $20. I, I assume there are people who do yeah, that. I know. Because like, oh, you're, you're the worst person in the world. Um, 
but yeah, like that's where all mine come from. Because like yeah. there'd be like two or three games. I'm like, yeah, I want to play those, and then four other games I'd never heard of. I'm like, oh cool. And I like go through my Steam library. I'm like, oh man, there is just. So I have stuff like that, but I also have games that I'm sometimes scrolling from my library. And going, when did I buy Mass Effect Two on PC? Yeah, right. I just, I just have it. Like, yeah, I've got the Dead Spaces. I'm like, I was never gonna play this on PC, I... but I have them. I guess they were like two bucks at one point. I don't know. Where... Yeah. I've got, yeah, a lot of those too. I'm like, when did I buy? What? <laughs> Digital's changed a lot of things though. Like physically, I I honestly like to keep my games if I like them. Yeah. Which I've been lucky when we've been in a ridiculous good couple of years where mm. the games have been mostly good. But, uh, I mean, sometimes you can't argue with those trade deals either. Well, that's it. I mean, I, I the, re- the reason I bought Devil May Cry HD collection is because I traded in two games towards it. And yep. it only cost me, it cost me like $30, $40 less. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck it, why not? Um... I but, got I got Monster Hunter World at the start of a year of trades. Yeah, yeah. I think I traded a few things for that and fighters when I bought it, and then I sold fighters to Ben. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think if, if the game that I'm like, I definitely know I'm not going to go back to. Like oh, when I bought I bought South Park Fractured by Hole. I never talked about it on the show because I was like, I'll talk about it once I have played a little bit more of it. Never and did. I never did. No. And I'm like, that's pretty. That's pretty damning. Yeah, it's not that it was bad. I just wasn't feeling it. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be feeling it when I've got Spider-Man around the corner, when I've got Red Dead around the corner, when I've got Kingdom Hearts 3 around the corner, when I've got Smash around the corner. There's an ocean of quality coming up. Exactly. And that's why, like, I'm at a point where I'm like, I've got to finish these games. I've got to do it. I've got to get through them. That's what what I mean. Like, I've I've been been slamming through so much old shit and just, like, knocking it off the list and getting myself prepared for future games. You've been ridiculously efficient. Yeah, I have. It's, it's it's the only area of my life I've been <laughs> ridiculously efficient in, um, in completing like ten, twelve year old games. Um, it's something, yeah. Which I'm I'm starting to feel the itch, so I'm thinking about starting Birth by Sleep soon. This is this is so close to Spider Man. This is a warning call. Just uh, not yet, but this oh, is a warning Jesus. call. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> so that's just. I was hanging out with Cotter today, and Fuck. it got me all excited. Fuck. It's all his fault. It's not really. It's my own fault. But, because I did bring it up. But, I'll clear my schedule. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, work. I'm not coming in. i got to finish six games. Um, but, yeah, like, I think, in terms I'm... of not keeping older games as well, like, I mean, we're seeing, if, if it was a, a well-known game, we are seeing a lot of remasters and re-releases yeah. and things like that as well, that, which enable you to be able to play those games again. If you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I haven't played that in ages. I'll play through it again. Yeah, I'm um, just a bit of a sucker. Like I've I've got a pretty decent shelf full of yeah. games. I'm like, I kind of like looking at this. Yep. Uh, I look at my Wii U library. I'm like, H was a console. But <laughs> I'd like your library. You got some good games. Yeah, it's a, it's a pity you weren't a better platform. Pity, pity you were shackled to like the fucking bottom of the ocean to this <laughs> piece of garbage, and <laughs> you had to die a horrible death. Oh. I'm sorry, but um, Sharp Fe died on that console. That Atlas, given another chance, please. Uh, get it on Switch, please. Please. I wanna... Fire Emblem Persona deserves another I shot at I fucking want to play that. Fire Emblem Persona Pop Idols. I know. I'm in. It's fun. And, oh. the, and the combat was relatively deep and satisfying. <sighs> Give it another shot. Do it. It makes me sad. I didn't play that game. Um, but yeah, I, I think... Yeah, you're right. I think it's nice. That, like, I'm a sucker for having those those physical things in my yeah. hands. And I like I like the, the act of going to a store. And getting like the day of a game coming out, 
and picking the game up. N- new game smells good. Yeah, but like going to the counter, the whole process is like this is exciting because I guess it take, kind of takes you back to like like your childhood days, like when you go the to bring the that, like the, the shrink wrap off of it. Yeah, like being able, like you know, you finally be able to get that new game that's come out that you've been like you know that's... seeing on the shelf. That's like the saddest part about buying a game from like a big W or something. Yeah. You like walk up and they're like, they give you the game, they slap a little sticker on it, you're like, oh, I have to unwrap it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes because I, cause I work, I, I get a big W, they'll be like, here's a rap version. I'm like, thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rip that plastic off. The worst though is when you can't get your finger under the plastic. No, good enough. It's a moment and of it's shame. It's like wrapped too much. Moment of shame. And then like you're worried you're going to like wreck the game. Yeah, it's not a good, it's not a good feeling. Um, but yeah, but no, like, having said that, like about like wanting to go to the store and like pick up games and so, I pre-ordered I pre-ordered Spider Man on Amazon, so <laughs> I used my my free Prime. It'll probably come wrapped though. It'll probably come shrink wrapped. Worth that's it. A, that's a good thing about buying online. And I got it cheaper as well, so worth it. I'm I'm good. Alright, cool. That's alright. That's good. Oh. But yeah, I like to keep my games. If I there are games that I will only play once, but I'll keep anyway. Like. One day, Joel. One day, I'm gonna play Persona Five again. Me too. I promise. Me too. It's just not anytime soon. <laughs> it's like a hundred hours long, but I'm not <sighs> trading that thing in. That's mine forever. Yeah, I'm never ditching that. Nope. Especially in that sweet steel case. No way. No, no way. But yeah, it, it it just varies from game to game. I think so. Yeah. I, I I'm. It's multiplayer games. Ditch them. And it used to be like I've. I've gone through like the destinies and all that. Yeah, true. Battlefield games like yeah. nope. You've been out for a year. I'm, I'm ditching you because like for sure you're probably not probably not going to go back to I'm you. I'm not going to go back to you. I did that with Battlefield One recently, so I was like, sorry. Yeah, no. I was going to play through that campaign, and I'm like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm I got good. the gist of it. <laughs> That's fine. I got no time for that. And then I'm like, oh Doom, yeah, let's play Doom. Um, yeah, no, I think. It used to be the reason why I liked physical copies so much more was because of the price difference as well. It used to be yeah. that price, it was so much cheaper to buy a physical copy in stores at somewhere like a Big W or a Target or something like that. It's, the, the gap is closing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I mean, we bought No Man's Sky digitally. Um, I, and I probably wouldn't have revisited that no, I would, I would, those I would couple have, times either. I would have turfed it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, not not to call you out, Broad, but I'm fairly certain he did trade yeah. it back in. 100%. Yeah. And, like... If I had a physical, I would have. But then yeah. I would never have sunk 60 hours in the next. So yeah, exactly. It's this whole weird thing. Yeah. I guess, you know, I guess it's a personal taste thing. He yeah. was asking our opinions on it. But yeah, I think the reason why I was always like physical over digital is two reasons. Internet speed. But um, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but also price difference. Like it was always, for some reason, was like 20, <laughs> sometimes $30 more yeah. digitally. I mean, if you want, my reasoning is, yeah, like I said earlier, I just like looking at my collection, you know. Look at all these games that I've played and hardly finished any of them. Having said that, excellent. Uh, having said that as well, I do like opening up my Switch and scrolling through my media bar. Yes. And I'm like, oh, look at all these well, it, good it, games. It, it keeps physical games on there. That's true. Yeah, so it's even better. I get both. It gets both worlds. Yeah, you can get coins for physical games. PS4 well. does too, as well. Actually, they all do. It's just you don't. Yeah. Oh, Joel, are you okay? Um, I'm something get tired, man. It's. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's, that's, yeah, it's pretty early brain's... still. Okay. No, I know. I know it's pretty early still, but like, I'm like, my brain's been firing. I think my coffee finally wore off. <laughs> you have been talking for about two hours now. Woo! Well, thank you very much for your question, Broad. Uh, it was a, all questions, including a piggyback one that you get a bit cute snuck there. in there. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. But you get a bit cute. It's all right. He's been away for a while. He's come back. He's felt like he's come back in. Uh... So don't forget about me. <laughs> we haven't. So. For you to hear. 
Uh, but I think that's an episode, Karen. Sounds good. Yep. In that case, we will once again thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it, as always. If you've reached this point, it means you've just you've just endured us ranting and raving. And we, yeah. And we thank you. Like, it's great. We yeah. love talking about video games. We do and love doing it. If you listen and enjoy it, then that makes us even happier. It's so much fun. Uh, if you want to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us both on Facebook and Twitter, where we are just Dialogue Options. You can hit up our sweet website, www.dialogueoptions.com. Whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, Podbean, Spotify, uh, Podchaser, any of them, iTunes, just leave us a review, a share, thumbs up, whatever. We appreciate it. It makes all the difference. Give them, please. Uh, A please. Please. Friend, please. Friend, please. Uh alternatively individually mm-hmm. you can find us you can find me on social media where i am at bonoman x where honestly i had a really bo- I, my most recent tweet is really boring an adult i just wanted to sit down <laughs> like i was t- i was at work today it's like oh it's like the last day before father's day right half of the town is shut down for some bloody light show down in the center of town yeah so everyone was at the marketplace and i was just like i just want to sit i'm sick of this <laughs> You run around all day, you go, ah, and that was it. My tweet was like, that's cool. It's, it's I can't a, wait to sit down. It's the simple things. I just want to sit down. It's the simple uh, things. Where can, can I find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where the last thing I tweeted, I put up my uh, August one second a day video. Um, so if you kind of want to see, uh, or if you want to see my one second a day, it was a little bit lazy this month because I was very busy and forgot a few days. How dare you? Busy adult. make up bits and pieces here and there, but I pulled busy, it all together. busy adult. I know. I've done mine today, though. So okay. I've got my, my, my daily one today. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I sort of woke up and was like, oh shit, it's the start of a new month, I've got to post my... It's spring, man. Yeah. We're in spring. Yeah, oh, Spider- We're in the month of Spider-Man. Yeah, it's good, <laughs> but it's also cold. There's less puddles in Spider-Man. They're downgraded. Maybe they froze over, because it's so cold. Well, <laughs> on that note, I'll let our theme song made by Joel here, the clan himself... Take us out, and we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Player one. Player two. Prepare yourself. Dialogue Options Podcast.